You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. In more populist conservatism to worry about what this move might portend for the rights use of government power to fight their political opponents. Social media companies deplatforming conservative views is obnoxious, even dangerous. If bakers have a First Amendment right to choose with whether they cater, and they do, Twitter should be able to choose who may post on their website. That's not something that can be easily resolved. If there is one argument supporting a Republican shift toward a more aggressive culture war policy platform that is far more persuasive, and it stems from the ubiquitous liberal clapback, build your own. Anytime conservatives complain about woke aggression, like social media deplatforming the Babylon Bee, Amazon not selling conservative books, Facebook hiding stories about Hunter Biden's laptop, you hear some version of this. One thing that makes the line compelling, it's a particularly conservative argument. Yes, these entities may want to put their thumb on the scale for progressivism, but it's a free country, brother. Quit your whining. If you want businesses and platforms to promote your views, go build them yourself. As a matter of principle, people should oppose using state power to punish partisan opponents just for exercising their constitutional right to engage public debates. So for a lot of libertarians and conservatives, as daunting as the task seems, maybe building our own cultural and economic ecosystem is the only honest way to compete. Except we already did. Almost every institution the left controls and has weaponized in the culture wars was created by and depends upon our special favorable treatment, even funding from all Americans. Conservatives don't have to build our own social media platforms. We already created them, just like liberals did when taxpayer-funded research created the Internet. Conservatives don't have to build our own Disney, since it's only by the generosity of the American people that Disney has enjoyed such special intellectual property protections for decades. We don't have to build our own financial system. We already did when we gave Wall Street the bailout it asked for in the financial crisis in 2008. We built our own sports leagues with tax breaks and subsidized stadiums. Where would politicized scientists and woke public health experts be without taxpayer funding? The problem for the left is that there is no serious consumer market demand for wokeness. It's all driven by leftist culture war aggression. U.S. economic policy is not neutral. It's a giant convoluted network of special treatment for special interests. So when elites who run such special interests launch a smug moral crusade against the same American people who have showered them with special treatment, that abused, insulted public is well within its rights to withdraw some of its munificence. We don't have to give these people what they get from us. We don't have to automatically give them those tax breaks, those special carve-outs, that treatment that they no longer deserve. American companies should be American. I'm Ben Dominich. Listen and subscribe to the Ben Dominich podcast, which you can find at foxnewspodcast.com. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com.
This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. If you really want to support our troops, just contact the USO. You can't believe how much they do for us. To find out how you can help, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Protests outside the Supreme Court. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News on both sides of the abortion issue. They're clearly pro-choice and upset over a leak from the court. Politico is reporting of a draft opinion showing a majority of justices are ready to overturn the Roe v. Wade 1973 decision that legalized abortion, ready to rule to uphold a Mississippi law banning abortion after 15 weeks, allowing states to regulate it. Now, some Democrats want Congress to take action immediately to make abortion legal nationwide. Senator Chuck Schumer in a joint statement with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calling the reported ruling on abortion an abomination and one of the most damaging decisions in modern history. But Republicans like Utah Senator Mike Lee are calling for the opinion to be released as soon as possible, telling Fox News at night. If you allow this to sit out there, you're allowing uh, this kind of tactic to work. Typically, court opinions are released in late June. That's Fox's Sean Langell. The polls are open now in two states holding primaries, Indiana and Ohio, where there's quite a contest in a Republican Senate primary. J.D. Vance, backed by former President Trump, is in a tight race with several other candidates, including Josh Mandel, endorsed by Senator Ted Cruz. The winner of the Republican primary is likely to face Democrat Congressman Tim Ryan in November in a general election to replace Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman.
Portman, who is not running for re-election. Fox's Jared Halpern. Hundreds of civilians and Ukrainian soldiers still remain holed up in a steel plant in Mariupol, a city Russia's nearly destroyed. Some were able to get out. There was constant shelling during the day and at night. The houses were damaged. We hid in the basement. It's a difficult situation with the food. Russia says it has taken a million people from Ukraine to Russia since the invasion started. Ukraine's president says many were illegally taken away against their will. America's listening to Fox News. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898. Noble Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F.A., member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. You're making something new with your business. To support you, Novo built a new kind of business checking. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. Sign up for your free business checking account right now. Plus, our listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts at novo.co slash today. Novo.co slash today. Another Capitol rioter held accountable for what he did in January 2021. But this case that went to trial was different than many of the others involving defendants pleading guilty for taking part. Thomas Webster, a veteran of the NYPD, was convicted by a federal jury. His case set precedence as being the first defendant tried for assault, as well as the first to use a self-defense argument, saying that he was trying to protect himself from what he called a rogue cop, who started the confrontation by punching Webster in the face. The D.C. Metro officer, Noah Rathbun, testified he did not start the fight with Webster, who was initially indicted by a grand jury on counts including assault with a dangerous weapon, a metal flagpole. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. The president will hit the road later this morning. President Biden is headed south to Alabama today. He's scheduled to visit an assembly plant operated by Lockheed Martin in Troy. This is the facility that builds the Javelin missile, which is sold to the U.S. government by the defense contractor and what has proven to be a key weapon the U.S. is giving Ukraine as that country continues to defend itself against Russian invaders. It's caused the supply of Javelin missiles to dwindle, and there has been talk of invoking the Defense Production Act to facilitate making more. Eben Brown, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are falling the day after gains to start May after April's big losses. In the NBA playoffs... Tadjic and Booker, the dancing, toe-to-toe, little Texas two-step, and Booker's going to Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns took the second-round opener against Dallas, beating the Mavericks on TNT 121-114. The Miami Heat won game one of their series against the Philadelphia 76ers 106-92. The NHL playoffs started last night. Toronto, Carolina, St. Louis, and Los Angeles all won series openers. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. 
I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stockley in the final hour of trading to end higher, dulling some of the pain from April's brutal sell-off. The upswing for stocks also comes ahead of a two-day Federal Reserve policy meeting with the central bank widely expected to raise its mark interest rate 50 basis points at the end of the gathering on Wednesday. The Dow rising 84 points, the Nasdaq up 201, S&P 500 up 23. An Expedia stock is spiking after hours after reporting higher revenue and a narrower loss in the first quarter with its gross bookings increasing. Demand stayed strong for Expedia despite the Omicron variant and the war in Ukraine. And Clorox swung to a quarterly profit and reported stronger than expected sales growth in the March quarter but cut profit projections for the year due to commodity and manufacturing and logistics costs. Its stock is dropping after hours. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Protesters outside the Supreme Court building in Washington reacting to a leaked draft of a decision that could overturn Roe versus Wade. It is 6.07 in the morning. Right now, 68 degrees in Lafayette, highs of around 87 a day, with heat indices in the 90s. A full look at the forecast coming up in a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. Politico released that draft Supreme Court opinion. Justice Samuel Alito wrote it. And, it tur- and if it turns out to be the majority opinion, it could set into effect laws in several states banning abortion. The court won't make a formal decision on the matter for at least another month. And as Fox News' Shannon Bream explains, the court could go in another direction. If this ends up being the opinion in some form or fashion, if it uses this wording, it's essentially sending the idea of abortion back to the states and saying they will decide, let the people there decide. It upholds the Mississippi law and says Roe and Casey got it completely wrong until it comes out officially from the court. This means nothing. Votes could change. And even if this is a legitimate draft, votes could have changed and this could be flipped the other way. And we just don't know. That's Fox News' Shannon Bream reporting. Assuming this is indeed the opinion of the court, this would have a drastic impact on Louisiana residents. Bernie, you wrote about this last night on KPL965.com in the KPL app. What changes would we see here in Louisiana? So uh, having spoke to Attorney General Jeff Landry last night, what it would mean essentially because there's already a trigger law in effect in the state of Louisiana, it would shutter all three of the abortion clinics in the state of Louisiana. So obviously we have to wait until the final decision comes out from the court uh, to determine exactly what's going to happen. And as Shannon Breed was explaining, uh, opinions could change. Um, And so we are going to have to wait and see. But should this ultimately become a five to four decision overturning Roe versus Wade, essentially, then all three of the abortion clinics in Louisiana would be shuttered and all the details or at the KPL website. Thank you, Bernie. Members of Congress are reacting to the news of the leaked Alito opinion. Fox News' David Longille has that story. 
Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer in a joint statement with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calling the reported ruling on abortion an abomination and one of the most damaging decisions in modern history. Adding, quote, every Republican senator who supported Senator McConnell and voted for Trump justices pretending that this day would never come will now have to explain themselves to the American people. But Republicans like Utah Senator Mike Lee are calling for the opinion to be released as soon as possible, telling Fox News at night. If you allow this to sit out there, you're allowing uh, this kind of tactic to work. Typically, court opinions are released in late June. In Washington, Sean Lanchel, Fox News. And Ian, I do want to add to that. There was a conversation that I had with Attorney General Jeff Landry last night. He, too, is calling for the same thing because of the idea that you let this sit out there and fester. And depending on who released this and at what time, what is the political impact? So we will have to see. And so will it be a month? Will it be a little bit later? Will it be a little bit sooner? We just don't know. And Mike Johnson, the Louisiana fourth congressional district representative said as much last night he was one of several members of the louisiana delegation that went on twitter to express their thoughts johnson said quote this is a shameless attempt to pressure justices into reversing their correct position that individual states can outlaw killing unborn babies end quote now on the flip side of that new orleans congressman troy carter called the opinion quote a dark day for individual rights in our nation end quote carter added quote the fight isn't over until reproductive rights are fully protected. Senator John Kennedy tweeted, quote, nobody in their right mind believes that in 1787, the drafters of the Constitution intended to include the right to an abortion. Now, for what it's worth, abortion has been in the United States since colonization. The first laws, though, banning abortion appeared only in 1867, two years at the end, after the end, rather, of the Civil War. We'll have full coverage of this throughout the morning. Joe Cunningham will be joining us in just a few minutes. In fact, let's go ahead, stop the newscast here. Let's get Joe on the line during the break, and we'll continue this discussion. We'll have local headlines coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's 6-11, Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. The forecast is looking pretty quiet here through most of the work week. Certainly over the next couple of days, we've got predominantly sunny skies. A few fair weather clouds drifting around down there. Starting to feel a little more moisture in the atmosphere as well. It is getting a little bit muggier. Temperatures today going to get up to about 87 degrees in the afternoon. Look for that heat index to crawl up somewhere into the 90s. Winds from the south at about 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be down in the lower 70s. More or less what we're looking at through the rest of the work week. Next chance for showers and thunderstorms looks to arrive on a Friday. Front's going to be coming through. Doesn't cool us down too much. Maybe dry us out a tad bit. Temperature's going to be in the 90s through the weekend and through most of next week as well. Really starting to feel a shift in the weather pattern, taking on a more summer-like pattern here over the next couple of days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And right now, clear skies and 70 degrees. Weather brought to you by Bruce Poche, certified public accountant, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. No traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report to you. If you do see traffic trouble this morning, you can let us know what you're seeing. Call us 232 1542 or if you have the KPL News app, which you need to have the KPL News app. All you have to do is send us a little text alert via the app chat. Easy enough to do. Download the KPL app. Sponsored by Appy. 
And it's coming up now at 614 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan here with you. Ian, good morning. Good morning, Bernie. How are you? Oh, doing great. It's Tuesday, so we're out of the Monday zone. Yay, bye Monday. Hello, Tuesday. <laughs> so Tuesday has arrived. And last night, um, I was, you know, kind of wrapping up a couple of pieces of uh, work that I was doing on the website when I glance up and I start seeing a headline and I said to myself, OK, wait a minute. Surely I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. So I went to Politico and I started reading and then started uh, producing some stories uh, about this uh, draft opinion. Um, and the indication is that it was leaked um, and that this could potentially be the thing that overturns Roe versus Wade. So Joe Cunningham, who hosts a show here Monday through Friday, three to four on KPL, is joining Ian and I now in the conversation. Joe, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. And, and what an action packed evening last night was. And and this is going to be I'm, well, I'm, I, I would say this is going to be the story of the day. But this is actually two stories, both of which are very are fairly significant. The first being the actual draft opinion itself. Uh, the the initial reports, uh, of course, got it wrong because of the the, the gravity of what it of, of what it was portraying. A lot of the initial reports are saying that the Supreme Court has already voted to overturn Roe versus Wade, and here's the leaked opinion. That's that's not exactly the case here. This is the draft opinion. So, by court procedure, what happens is after the initial oral arguments. In this case, it's the famous Dobbs case that was uh, argued in December before the court. After the initial arguments, the justices take a vote. And then once the initial vote is decided, the opinion is uh, it's either it's either written by the senior most uh, person, uh, senior most justice on the majority or assigned to someone. Now, right now, it looks like the breakdown of the initial vote was that five of the justices, the five conservative justices, uh, voted for a full overturning of Roe. Chief Justice John Roberts, who himself is very pro-life, and this can't be lost in this, John Roberts, the Chief Justice, voted against the full overturning of Roe, but sided with the majority on upholding the Mississippi law. This would be uh, kind of a split decision, and this was what was initially kind of expected of the Supreme Court. There, there was virtually no way that Roe was uh, going to survive in its current state, given the makeup of the court, given the fact that uh, Donald Trump got three nominations through the Senate uh, in his four years in office, which is unprecedented in and of itself. The decision ultimately... I figured would probably end up something like this, where you would see five for the full overturning uh, with Roberts on a concurring but uh, more narrow decision. But the fact that Justice Alito is the one who wrote this draft opinion is pretty telling. That means that either Roberts is in the dissent and it's a 5-4 for the full overturning of Roe, or... Uh, and, and in that case, it would be Justice Thomas who assigned the opinion to Alito because he would have been next up to write the opinion. Okay. Or Roberts is in the majority and he assigned it to Alito directly. Either which way, I don't. It, it wasn't Alito's, I think, turn, but he was assigned 
that opinion from the majority. So that in and of itself, the, the actual decision affecting Roe versus Wade is a pretty significant news story. The other part here, this and to me, this is just as big a story. And it's the fact that the draft opinion leaked at all. Now, right now, most of the speculation is that it was one of the progressive, the liberal justices, uh, clerks who leaked this. And on the right, it's believed this was an intimidation effort to try to sway the court through public opinion to revert to get some of the uh, conservative judges to kind of to kind of waver in their support of that decision. The thing here is that this is completely unprecedented. This has never happened before. And it on the left and the right, the legal community is very, very shocked. And a lot of them are frankly and rightfully aghast at what has happened here because if somebody from within the institution of the Supreme Court is leaking draft opinions to try to sway the opinion of the court, that is a huge breach of trust and confidentiality. I mean, we're talking about the Supreme Court where you had two of the most ideologically opposed people in this court's history, Antonin Scalia and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who were great friends. And despite their ideological differences, they were very close. And then for the court in just a few short years, really, to go from that to somebody within the offices of one of the justices leaking a draft opinion, that pretty much shatters that camaraderie within the court. And that is something that thoroughly has, according to reports, John, uh, John Roberts extremely mm-hmm. upset. There was a report, uh, I, I think it was CBS News maybe, that reported that Roberts was actually looking into getting the FBI involved in investigating where this leak came from mm-hmm. because you are a, a, a if this is playing out as everybody thinks it is, this is somebody from within the court trying to publicly pressure the court into changing a decision, which is, you know, not very legal at all. Mm-hmm. And and this is going to be, uh, I, I think this is going to be kind of an institution-shattering moment. And uh, the uh, U.S. Senator Mike Lee, who clerked for the Supreme Court, noted on Twitter last night, or I'm sorry, noted to Fox News, uh, either last night or this morning, yeah, as, as somebody who clerked for the Supreme Court, a draft opinion like this, there's a very, very small number of people who have seen this opinion. So it will be very easy to figure out who leaked it. And if it did come, if it, if it did come from, say, a liberal justice's office, then heads are figuratively going to roll. I mean, we saw within hours of that political report being released that barricades were erected in front of the Supreme Court building. You know, um, Joe Cunningham, by the way, is who now, Joe, I we're way, way, hang on, is Joe is who we're talking to. Joe, I wanted to just uh, kind of reset and let people know Joe Cunningham joins us. He's a writer for RedState.com, and he hosts his own show here on KPL Monday through Friday from 3 to 4, and he's been giving us thoughts and reactions. One of the things I wanted to ask, and then I know Ian's going to jump in, you know, Shannon Bream was one of the people who I saw last night discussing the very issue about about this draft opinion being released on that issue because she also clerked for the U.S. Supreme Court and how unprecedented this was. And she said she was actually looking through federal law to see whether or not law had been violated in this case. But at minimum, whoever did this 
she said their law career is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is um, this is one of those. You know, we've talked for years now about the the norms and precedents and things like that. This is one of those things you just don't do. The Supreme Court, whether or not you believe in the ideological makeup of the court and and how volatile that can be, depending on openings and presidencies and things like that, the Supreme Court, uh, especially under John Roberts, has really worked to be independent of the political process as much as possible, given the partisan nature of of nominating judges. Mm The, the Supreme Court is an independent branch of government, and it is it tries to be independent of the partisan nature of the decisions that come before, and it tries to stick ideologically liberal or progressive tries to stick to the interpretations of the Constitution as the justices see fit. If someone was in the Supreme Court, and and all analysis right now looks like this is legit. SCOTUS blog says this looks pretty legit. There are several uh, uh, legal experts on the left and the right that say, yeah, this looks like a 60-page Alito opinion. This reads like an Alito opinion to the point where if this is uh, a fake, this is a deep fake, like, state actor type leak. Mm-hmm. And and you you are you're in a position now where you have compromised the integrity and independence of the Supreme Court. Yes, at the very least, somebody's legal career is over. If this came from a clerk, the legal career is over. If this came directly from a justice, and I don't think it did, but I do think it came from one of the progressive uh, judges' offices, one of their clerks. If this did come from a justice, though, there's going to be calls for impeachment, and rightfully so there as well. Mm -hmm, mm Ian? Now, the question I have here, Joe, is let's play devil's advocate. What if this came from one of the conservative justices as if to say, hey, we finally got it? Now, I'm not, I'm not convinced that's the case, but what if, hypothetically, one of the conservative justices' clerks leaked this as a way to tip the hand and maybe get some support publicly? What would happen then? I mean, it would be the same thing. There's there's a career that's over there somewhere. I don't. I it. I've seen some people speculate that hey, maybe this did come from a conservative justice or their office, and and I don't see. I don't see a reason why they would. I, I it, a conservative justice. The you know the holy grail of conservative legal. Uh, uh, of conservative jurisprudence is overturning Roe versus Wade. You wouldn't, as a conservative judge, get there and then spike the football in such an institution-damaging way. Um, and, and of the conservative justices you have, none of them really fit the mold of someone who could do that. And, and I know some would argue, well, these are Trump appointees. Judicial appointees in the Trump administration came from the Federalist Society, which vet their judges very, very thoroughly, and they're not going to pull. They're not going to pull in somebody who would act that way as a judge, particularly when you're at the Supreme Court justice level. It could have happened. It could have been somebody essentially spiking the football here. I don't see that coming from any of the current conservative justices. Perhaps it came from a clerk, but 
this reads, and again, when you have people on the left and the right who are pointing out that this looks like a liberal clerk or somebody from one of the liberal justices' offices firing off a warning flare, that tend, that, that leads me to believe that that's probably more in line with where we've ended up. And that is, again, just an, an institution-shattering moment. You're, you're not going to see the Supreme Court fully recover from this unless there is a full-on cleaning of the House. And under John Roberts, now, conservatives get irritated with John Roberts because he very much believes in the sanctity of the Supreme Court, that independence of the Supreme Court, to the point where his decisions have not been what conservatives wanted. He has sided with the progressive judges on several occasions to try to maintain that sanctity of the court, the independence of the court. Uh, a lot of conservatives will argue wrongly that he's done so, but he's done so nonetheless. If this was an attempt to sway Roberts or any of the conservative judges, it will probably have had the opposite effect. If you have interrupted, if you have messed with the independence, the sanctity of the court, as John Roberts sees it, he's going to go into a full-on rage. You could very well see him become the sixth vote for a full overturn of Roe in order to show that the court will not be bullied by public opinion. And that could, and, and I've, I've talked to some folks on the conservative side, people who watch the Supreme Court very closely, who know how John Roberts works, and they agree that yes, John Roberts is the type of person who will want to show he cannot be bullied here. And he could very well become that sixth vote. And a 6-3 decision to overturn Roe is going to be a massive, massive blow for the pro for the row supporting crowd. Now, the the other thing that this ties into is the electoral side of it. Is this going to be a motivator mm -hmm. in the upcoming midterm elections? I mean, this mm -hmm. report was released on the eve of primaries right. in several states. Yeah. So you have the electoral side of this, and there are. Uh, progressive activists who are saying, well, Republicans can kiss swing states goodbye here. And I'm not convinced. There's an NPR Marist poll that came out last week that shows the Democrats are losing, a, in a generic congressional ballot, Democrats are losing parents of children 18 and under 60 to 40. You have, in, in the abortion debate, highly charged sides mm -hmm. that are at this point They've, they've determined a side. The overturning of Roe versus Wade is probably not going to sway them. So what about the middle? Abortion existing is something that a large portion of the independent, the moderate vote is okay with. But abortion's not being banned in the overturning of Roe versus Wade, as you guys rightfully pointed out in the newscast this morning, and which is something the media is just not Grasping. accurately depicting. Yeah. Uh, this isn't banning abortion. Overturning Roe versus Wade is not banning abortion. Louisiana has a trigger law that will ban it in the state. There are several states that have trigger laws or have already co uh, codified Roe versus Wade into their statutory law. Abortion will be legal in several blue states. It will be illegal in several red states, which is what the Alito draft opinion was saying the result would be, that this is a state issue and let the states decide 
whether or not to ban it. So it's not a ban of abortion nationwide. It is simply saying, leave it up to the states. And if the states, through their, through their general political process, decide to allow or ban abortions, then that's the way it should be. I don't think, given the state of play right now, we're already in May of a midterm election year. You have primaries that are underway right now. I'm not convinced. It could play a part. It, it could mm-hmm. play some role mm-hmm. in getting out progressive votes mm-hmm. in uh, the midterm election. But the, the amount of time between right now and the midterm elections, it, it doesn't leave a whole lot of room for error on the timing of this. And the other thing here is, do the politicians calling for the the opinion in full to be released now, would that make a difference? First of all, I don't think the opinions are ready to drop yet. I think they're still in the process of writing. The only way people get their hands on the draft opinion is if the draft opinion is done because it's then sent around to the other justices who will write their concurring or dissenting opinions Mm -hmm. based on that draft opinion. So the concurring and dissenting opinions are probably not even done yet. You can't see an immediate release of the opinions yet. And I don't think we're going to see that until June when the typical decisions drop. You know, and the other part, I want to go back to Chief Justice John Roberts for a moment. Some have have said in the past that he was influenced when it came to Obamacare, that there was some undue uh, political pressure put on him. Would you agree with that? Disagree with that? Does that have any bearing on today's situation? That that is the interpretation by a lot by by several in the legal community, particularly on the conservative side. I the the partisan in me thinks that he was in some way uh, influenced by that, but at the same time, it was I I think it was a greater good moment for the Affordable Care Act. We're talking about people who would get access to health care and health insurance who didn't otherwise have it. This is an entirely different beast for two reasons. One. It doesn't matter if he votes with it or not. The votes are there to fully overturn Roe. The other thing here is that Roberts is not a policymaker at all, but he is a longtime pro-life advocate. His wife was the person who founded Feminists for Life and is still very active in the pro-life activist circles. This issue is an entirely different beast for Roberts in that he could look at the issue of the Affordable Care Act and think, okay, so Republicans have lost this political battle, and they're trying to get the court to fight their battle for them, and the Democrats are essentially saying that, and we're not going to take part in that. We're not going, we're not going to be party to this political battle. Mm-hmm. On the constitutional ideological battle of Roe versus Wade, though, that's an entirely different beast that Roberts will analyze from a completely different perspective. Joe, my final question is one that you probably cannot answer with any certainty, but understanding the significance of this situation and what it means not only to us as a country, to the court itself, how long do you think it's going to take to get an answer as to who leaked this opinion? 
you know, if Roberts does get the FBI involved, it won't take her. Actually, so for the Supreme Court to figure out who it is, it's probably not going to take very long at all. How long until we find out who it is? There's mm-hmm. already some speculation online as to who it is. The problem that I have, though, mm-hmm. is that we've seen what happens when people get publicly identified in scandals like these. Oh, yeah. And it's never good, it's never good for the person involved. First of all, not fair names are more names are more common than you think right and some people are going to get identified and targeted by activists and it turns out that's not the right person at all second something very unfortunate could happen to the and beyond just losing their job um so i i don't think i want that person to be publicly identified for their own safety i would mm-hmm. never wish any physical or any sort of harm on anybody political opponent or not mm-hmm. i i hope they're not publicly identified but i do hope for the sake of the institution of the supreme court that that person's legal career is over ian now, Joe, we've talked about the political pressure that protests may have on justices and the reasons why this may have been leaked. But the one thing we've not talked about is congressional action here, that this leak may have been a way to force the hand of congressional Democrats before the election to make a move to codify Roe v. Wade and in the process killing the filibuster in the Senate. Do you see Congress doing anything to codify Roe v. Wade in United States law before an opinion is released? The House will pass a bill. The Democrats will try to kill the filibuster, and Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema will say no to that. I mean, that that's it's where it's going to stop. It is going to be a campaign issue for the Democrats in November. The question will be how effective is that? You know, they're they're campaigning on a lot of bills they can't get through Congress right now. And some of those bills are not very popular. Some of those bills are, are the, the, the public's kind of okay with. But I don't think any of those issues, with the exception, with maybe the exception of Roe versus Wade, none of the none of the dead bills that the Democrats are going to be campaigning on in November are really going to move the needle very much. And the other thing is, you know, you have a political a, a Politico report yesterday uh, morning. That shows the Democrats are now prepared to make the midterms about running against Trump as much as anything else. So if they're going to throw Trump into the mix, Mm. then they are diluting their message even more. And I'm not sure that this necessarily breaks through if they're trying to force a whole lot of issues at once. On the political side of it, it's just a mess for the Democrats' campaign going forward. This is possibly their most motivating issue but I'm not sure it's going to move the needle all that much. If, will they actually federally codify Roe versus Wade, not with the current makeup of Congress? What a fascinating discussion. You're going to be able to hear now, more one from one for you. Oh, go ahead, Ian. One last one uh, for you, Joan. I want you to put your constitutionalist hat on here. The unenumerated uh, rights that Alito mentioned in his draft opinion. He's absolutely right. There are some rights that we take for granted that aren't in the that aren't in the Constitution. But the question here is: you look at contraception, the Griswold decision from the 1960s. You look at Obergefell. You look at some of the other decisions, even Loving versus Virginia, that grant rights that aren't specifically mentioned in the Constitution. Are we entering a slippery slope here with this particular, even if it's a draft, with this particular opinion? And secondly, do you see another case that would bring abortion back to the Supreme Court to where they maybe tighten up the language that was in Roe versus Wade? 
I, right now, I don't see any court cases that would bring it back, and, and nothing that's brewing through this, that nothing that's coming through right now. Um, as far as the slippery slope, I mean, the, the entire history of the Supreme Court is a history of landmark decisions and overturning landmark decisions. You know, this isn't the first major overturning of, of, of past precedent. You know, we have, uh, particularly where civil rights are concerned, we have a lot of key issues there. The, this is not, this, this is being, uh, really blown up by, uh, by progressive activists who have, who have very much internalized the right to an abortion. And, and in particular, the right to abortion, which is itself derived from a right to privacy that is not specifically stated in the Constitution, but implied via the right. 14th Amendment. You know, you're you're on you're already on very uh, tenuous constitutional ground. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg argued that Roe versus Wade, the opinion was uh, a stat. It was decided poorly. And so, if if you want to codify Roe versus Wade, you're going to, or if you want to codify the right to abortion, you've got to do so in a more constitutionally sound way. And I'm not sure that there's any case right now that actually does that. Well, definitely an interesting conversation. Joe, I'm assuming that's going to cover your hour three to four today. Yeah, there's not going to be much, unless something else drastic happens. That's pretty much it for me today, I think. (laughs) But imagine so. (laughs) My goodness. Joe, thank you so much for allowing us the time this morning. We appreciate it so much. Oh, thank y'all very much for having me on. And uh, by the way, good luck to all students who are continuing their state mandated testing today. Uh, every student, I hope, uh, uh, succeeds very well. And also a happy teacher appreciation week to all of my peers in the field. Amen to that. Y'all don't get Yeah, you never get paid enough and you sure don't get enough appreciation. So thank you guys very much. You're welcome. It is coming up now on 640. A quick break and more of Akinianas Morning News on the way. If you wanted to express your thoughts, the number is 232-1542. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. This is your number one news, weather, and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Depend on it. And we continue coverage of news this morning, local news, and of course, national headlines with the draft opinion that was released yesterday. All right, going to the phone lines. Okay, caller, go ahead with what you think. Hey, good morning, Bernie. Good morning. Joe mentioned about, you know, eventually possibly getting the FBI involved to find this leak. I do not have any uh, trust in the FBI. If you think about all the other things in the past that they've been in charge of, a laptop, um, you know, just a lot of things that could affect this country in a big way, that agency has dropped the ball. And that person, if there is a person that has leaked it, I just hope they're not related or close to the Clintons. What I'm saying, on a bench, all alone with, a gun and two gunshot wounds to their head. It just our 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 country has gone down a rabbit hole that I pray it doesn't happen. 
but all trust in our law enforcement people protecting our Constitution from foreign and domestic enemies. We have domestic enemies. And if we're not willing to stand up yet and, and talk about that and take that on. Anyway, the book of Eli, read it, watch it. We're heading there. All right. Thank you so much for your feedback. Got a app chat a little bit earlier during the conversation. Uh, this person says Donald J. Trump is now responsible for the absolute worst Supreme Court in the history of this country. So people will be divided in their reactions to all of this. And I don't think that's very surprising uh, either. I think it was a very thorough conversation with Joe Cunningham, Ian, and people will be able to get more on what he thinks about this entire situation three to four today. And no doubt there will be a lot of people who have constantly been interested in this issue who I would imagine will have very passionate opinions. Indeed. And the thing with this is that it's a complex issue. Sure. It's not just Roe versus Wade being overturned. This is a case of what happens next. Mm -hmm. What happens in terms of elections, midterm, but also on the state level? Because as Joe pointed out accurately, this is going to become a state issue. Will we see more candidates and more money pumped into states like Louisiana, mm -hmm. like Mississippi, mm -hmm. like Texas? to get more liberal candidates elected to office and to affect change here. Again, from an historical standpoint, the Supreme Court ruling may or may not be uh, accurate. Again, that's from an historical standpoint. From a legal standpoint, I think Alito is dead on. If you've ever read Roe versus Wade, then it's not exactly the best bathroom reading. It's a headache to get through because some of the reasoning and some of the logic there wasn't exactly the best. However, the argument they've made in terms of unenumerated rights, and it's a phrase that's used a million times in that opinion, is something, is a concept that has been used for other cases, right. Griswold versus Connecticut, in terms mm -hmm. of contraception. Yeah, that's when what you look I at wonder. Obergefell, mm -hmm. the same-sex marriage, when you look at Loving versus Virginia, the, mar the right to marry anyone of, of, who looks a little bit different than you, of a different skin tone than you, there are different Supreme Court cases that have upheld unenumerated rights, including the freedom of expression, which isn't expressly mentioned in the Constitution, though it's implied to be a First Amendment right. So this is an awfully slippery slope for Alito and the Supreme Court to take should they go that route, only mm. because when you say that this is not a right that is guaranteed by the Constitution, well, what other rights not guaranteed by the Constitution that we have come to accept as rights in the United States mm. will now be abrogated and or cut out because they're not specifically mentioned in the Constitution? But don't you think that's again, kind of part of the process and why we have these different, you know, our three branches of government? I mean, don't you think this was kind of implied that it continues on? Um I, I mean, I'm with you. There's so much to unpack here and what kind of implication it has on on future situations. I am with you, but it is the three branches of government. And where do we go from here? And that's the million dollar question. Nobody knows where we go from here at this point. And I wouldn't be surprised based on how Alito wrote it. And this is where I think Samuel Alito may have left himself an opening or left the Supreme Court an opening in the future. By saying that it is not a right that is specifically guaranteed by the Constitution that states can regulate it, mm -hmm. I'm wondering if somebody else will read the Constitution and find another clause 
that through which they can challenge these laws. Uh, I don't know how or where. It's too early in the morning for me to be thinking that deeply. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I would imagine somebody else with a new Supreme Court in a few years, because let's face it, Clarence Thomas isn't going to be there much longer. Uh, you have several other justices that, just based on the timeline, will be cycling off either by retirement or uh, naturally in the next few years. So when a new Supreme Court is made up, and if the Supreme Court is made up of more liberal justices, will we see another challenge and see this overturned? Keep in mind, it was only 60 years ago that the Supreme Court said that the death penalty was cruel and unusual. It only took them about 10 years for them to reverse themselves and say, now nah, we got that one wrong, states, you can go ahead and, and bring mm -hmm. back the death penalty. So it's not out of the question for the Supreme Court to reverse itself that quickly. Now, the question is, what, how, when, and what will someone use to challenge yeah. this decision this and ruling should it go forward? You know, I think there's going to be a big argument made for um, the states' rights issue that this is always or always should have been a states' rights issue. Um, and maybe for a time it swings back in that direction with other items that come before the court. Now, I don't know. You know, that's speculation. We're both speculating because we don't obviously know. Um, it is coming up now on 6.52 on Acadiana's Morning News. I'm sure we're going to continue to get reaction throughout the morning on this issue. And we do have other interviews that we've got scheduled for today as well. Ian, we'll have another look at news, a complete look at that coming up in just a bit this morning. So, Ian, while we've got uh, just about a couple of minutes, uh, just wanted to check. I know you and I were talking kind of later then um, <laughs> a little bit later than we normally do. Uh, I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry I texted you at 8.30 last night. Uh, <laughs> apologize for that. No, it's all good. So, um, so were you up uh, the rest of the night? I was up pretty late. Uh, I hoped that you got a little sleep and I didn't disturb you too much. No, you didn't disturb me. In fact, I was watching The Color of Money. It was on TV last Come night. On. So I was watching that when the news broke. The news broke is when the text came in. So I was I was awake, not by much, but I was still awake when you got me. <laughs> what an interesting movie. I can't wait. OK, now I'm going to have to go and watch that movie again, of course. All right. Um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It is. It is. Hey, man, it's always in the way that you use it, you know. All right. Oh, I'm going to have to get some bumper yes, music in. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to run to YouTube. You know, it's going to happen. All right, Daniel Phillips says sunny today, 10% chance of a pop-up shower, a high at 87. Ian, I think we're just going to have to wear shorts from now until November. Mm. Mm. I'm good with that. I know, I know. Not too hot, though. All right, a low tonight at 70, 88, uh, ever-increasing temperatures. Now, Friday is the day when we really get uh, a much better shot at some showers. 60% of our area likely to have shower activity by Friday. Currently, 68 degrees, mostly. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. 
Back to traveling this summer, you'll have a lot of company. Expedia shares are higher after its CEO, Peter Kern, said the online travel company is feeling very good about a summer recovery. Expedia was still losing money in the recent quarter, but not as much as Wall Street predicted, and gross bookings in the quarter were up 58%. Hilton reported upbeat earnings in the recent quarter, but it is predicting the money it makes per room still isn't back to pre-pandemic levels. Amazon workers at an Amazon site in Staten Island, New York, have voted against joining a union. The vote came a month after employees at another warehouse nearby voted to unionize. A lawyer who has represented the Amazon League Union says the group is still deciding whether to file objections regarding the vote. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities of the nation each year. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Breaking news, traffic troubles as they happen, and your Acadiana forecast, just one tap away on the free KPL News app. Download it today in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Who leaked it? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That is the big question the morning after the big abortion case leak from the Supreme Court. This was an utter disgrace in terms of how it was released. Republican Senator Mike Lee calls it bittersweet, telling Fox he is happy. Justices appear ready to overturn the Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion. Because we're finally vindicating the Constitution and the, the, the babies who have been unprotected by the law. Pro-choice advocates disagree. They're demonstrating outside the Supreme Court. The leak reported by Politico is a draft opinion, not the final ruling. The draft was signed by Justice Samuel Alito, one of the court's conservative majority, and in effect says there is no constitutional right to abortion services, leaving the matter up to individual states. Almost two dozen states already have total or near total abortion bans on the books, while 16 states and Washington, D.C. have protected it by state law. The matter is not final until a decision is announced by the Supreme Court. Fox is Tanya J. Powers. Some Democrats want Congress to now pass a law to make abortion legal nationwide. They're voting this morning in primaries in Indiana and Ohio, where this woman tells Fox she isn't sure who she'll vote for in the Republican Senate primary. I'm still up in the air with the with this decision. J.D. Vance, maybe, but I don't know. Vance is backed by former President Trump, one of several GOP candidates on the ballot today. The winner expected to face Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan, a Connecticut state trooper who shot and killed a black man after a high-speed chase in 2020, expected to be charged today with manslaughter. The day after, a fired Philadelphia police officer was charged with murder for shooting a 12-year-old boy in March. DA Larry Krasner says... He knew the 12-year-old, 5-foot-tall, 111-pound Thomas Sedario no longer had a gun and no ability to harm him. But he fired a shot through his back, nonetheless, that killed him. And Saul Mendoza's jailed without bond. America's listening to Fox News. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. 
Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898. Nova Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F.A. Member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. You're making something new with your business. To support you, Novo built a new kind of business checking. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. Sign up for your free business checking account right now. Plus, our listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts at novo.co slash today. N-O-V-O slash today. It's been more than 25 years since John Benet Ramsey's murder, and the infamous case remains unsolved. Now, her father is supporting a movement to push for a reinvigorated investigation. Six-year-old John Benet Ramsey was found bludgeoned and strangled in the basement of her family's home in Boulder, Colorado, on December 26, 1996. Her death has been ruled a homicide, but no one has been prosecuted. John Ramsey says he wants DNA evidence that was never tested to be transferred away from Boulder and tested by another agency, supporting an online petition which said the Boulder Police Department hasn't done enough to solve the murder, despite advancements in DNA technology. A spokesperson for Colorado Governor Jerry Polis says the state will review the petition and look into how the state can assist in identifying John Bonet's killer. Lisa Lacera, Fox News. There is a potential new murder case in Nevada after a body was found in a barrel at the bottom of Lake Mead. It might have been there for decades, only discovered because a drought has lowered water levels there. A condemned killer doesn't have much time left to live in Missouri. Out of legal options, Carmen Deck will receive a lethal injection this evening. He'd admitted to the murders of James and Zelma Long while robbing their home in DeSoto, Missouri. Three times his death sentence was overturned on procedural errors, only to be reinstated by a federal court in late 2020. His attorneys claimed in a filing to the Supreme Court that long delay was unconstitutional. The justices disagreed. Missouri's Governor Mike Parsons yesterday also rejected Deck's request for clemency, saying the state will deliver justice. Jack Callahan, Fox News. The Federal Reserve is assessing the economy today and tomorrow when it's expected the Fed policymakers will raise a key interest rate again. Ahead of that on Wall Street, stock futures are falling this morning after gains yesterday. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 7.09 in the morning and 69 degrees outside right now. Daniel Phillips says nice and sunny today. High of around 87. Heat of the seas in the 90s. It's going to be a hot one. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with an update to Sunday night, Sunday morning shooting in downtown Lafayette. Police identifying the suspected gunman as Carl DeMarc Thompson of New Iberia. He's facing 11 counts of attempted first-degree murder. Thompson remains in critical condition in the hospital after being shot by a responding Lafayette police officer. According to the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office, three officers fired shots to stop an active shooter. Those officers are on paid administrative leave pending the sheriff's office's investigation into the incident. The 11 victims all suffered non-life-threatening wounds. Staying in Lafayette, a 14-year-old is fighting for his life after being shot Monday morning. It happened around 745 on Gilman Street. 
Police say the teen was flown to a New Orleans hospital where he remains in critical condition. So far, no arrests. Call Lafayette Crime Stoppers if you have information. In St. Mary Parish, Sheriff Blaze Smith says his recent health issues may be related to a previous battle with COVID. Smith was hospitalized with an undetermined illness in March. He says he's now out of the hospital and in a rehab facility. But he says doctors still don't have many answers as to what happened to him. Smith says he hopes to get back to work soon. In state news, Orleans Parish has a new sheriff. Susan Hudson took the oath of office last night. She's the first woman to hold that seat. In East Feliciana Parish, the parents of a shut-in who died after sitting fused to a waste-filled couch for 12 years are now charged with murder. A grand jury indicted Clay and Sheila Fletcher in connection with the death of their daughter, Lacey. The 36-year-old was found dead inside their home in January. Her body was covered in maggots and sores and was sunken into a waste-filled crater in a couch. The former head of Louisiana State Police could face contempt charges. This as Kevin Reeves refuses to turn over his handwritten journals to state legislative committee, to a state legislative committee. That committee is investigating possible wrongdoing by state police in the death of Ronald Green. At the state capitol, a bill removing Confederate Memorial Day and Robert E. Lee Day from the state's list of holidays is headed to the Senate. David Grubb has the update. New Orleans State Representative Matthew Willard said he was shocked that two holidays honoring the Confederacy were still in the books when he presented House Bill 248 in committee, but took a much more subdued tone as the bill came up for vote on the House floor Monday afternoon. What we're really doing is going into statute and cleaning up some of our legal holidays in the state. After presenting a pair of amendments, the vote was taken without anyone speaking in opposition. 62 yeas, 20 nays, and the bill finally passes. 19 Republicans and one Democrat voted against the bill, but it still moves on to the Senate for approval. I'm David Grubb. We should note about as many members of the House did not vote as those who voted against the bill. Now, Willard's bill also removes Huey Long's birthday from the list of state holidays. Who knew Huey Long's birthday was still an official state holiday? It also adds Federal Memorial Day to the state's calendar. That'll give state officials Memorial Day off right now. State offices remain open on Memorial Day. The House also approved a bill that would allow some teachers to return to work while collecting half of their retirement. The House unanimously approved that bill. Right now, retired teachers can only collect a quarter of their retirement if they return to work. The Senate previously approved a similar bill in hopes of alleviating the the state's teacher shortage. The state's retired teacher said, ha ha. A bill requiring schools to provide menstrual products for students advances to the full house. Brooke Thorrington has the latest. New Orleans Representative Amy Freeman says many students experience period poverty. They don't have access to menstrual products. She says as lawmakers, they need to make their lives easier so they can focus on their education. And this isn't a health issue that too many of them deal with. Caddo Parish Magnet High School student Ananya Bhatia. Girls are not the only ones who benefit from this sense of security. The entire school becomes a place of inclusivity. Bill co-author, New Orleans Representative Jason Hughes. This is a matter of basic humanity. The bill advances to the House floor. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team is jockeying for position in both Sunbelt Conference standings and in the RPI. The Cajuns have won 10 of their last 12 games, putting them three games behind Texas State for first place. Louisiana is seeking its first trip to the NCAA tournament since 2016. Head coach Matt Deggs knows pressure is on him and his team, but he's confident. Like it or not, you don't ever you don't want to get caught in a situation where it's win the tournament or go home. But that's you know that's the majority of teams in in mid major leagues, right? But for the first time in five, six, seven years, it looks like this is going to be a multiple bid uh, league, uh, and so we're working to make sure that we're one of them. 
Louisiana hosts UTA this weekend. They'll face Texas State on the road next week. Nobody won the Powerball last night. Jackpot up to $37 million. Mega Millions tonight at $57 million. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. And finally, Bernie, let's hope the UPI wire works today. And indeed it does. We have Bear Watch. Oh, Bear Watch, huh? Okay, what's and going you know on? Going oh, tell me. We're going to Florida. It's a Florida bear. Yay! Okay, tell me more. So a hot bear, or excuse me, a black bear was in hot pursuit. Maybe the bear was hot. Yeah, hot maybe. Jason and Rachel Smith. <laughs> uh, this happened in Apopka, Florida. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith stepped outside their home with their small dog. Uh, the bear started chasing them. This is about 9.30 in the morning uh, the other day. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith quickly ran back inside with their small dog. Uh, they had no warning, no time to react, according to Mr. Smith. Quote, it just immediately started running towards us. I, <laughs> I threw my arms up in the air and yelling at the top of my lungs, I'm trying to make myself big and scary, but he's not stopping. End quote. The bear was going through a neighbor's trash beforehand and then the disappeared after the couple, uh, couple went back inside the home. The bear returned later for a second look before leaving. Just wanted to make sure that they weren't coming back outside. <laughs> so there you go. And again, it's a cautionary tale. We live in bear country. Remember, if you want to keep the bears away, lock up your trash cans. Keep food inside your home. Don't make your homes inviting to bears. And watch out for or, the little foxes. Oh, yeah. We had a fox uh, in Lafayette, didn't we? Well, yeah. So, you know, it's been spotted. And I mean, obviously, we don't know if it's the same one. But then they had some great video and some pictures from Monkus Park from a few days ago. So just another reminder, when you let your little pets out, you got to kind of keep that in the back of your head. Yeah, you do. Just make sure because we have wildlife living among us. And speaking of Florida, I, I forgot to mention this. A pleasant surprise watching Jeopardy yesterday. Oh, what happened? So there was a category about Miami, and it was presented by Miami news anchors. And the $600 clue was presented by Janice Fernandez, formerly of KTC TV3. No. Yeah. So when it popped up, it, I forget if it was Matea. She, by the way, she won a 20th game yesterday, nearly $500,000 in total winnings. I don't remember if she was the contestant who picked the clue or was somebody else. But as soon as it popped up, before anything else could happen, I reckon, like, Janice! And he was like, what? I'm like, she was one of my reporters. So Janice Fernandez, who is now an anchor uh, in Miami, I forget which TV station, uh, presented a clue on Jeopardy last night. So Very cool. Janice got to live my dream of reading a jeopardy clue it's gonna happen we're gonna make it happen we have to It'll find happen. out yes it will i believe i believe in you ian coming up now on 717 your news update brought to you by home furniture plus bedding over forty thousand furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery home furniture plus bedding welcome home the forecast is looking pretty quiet here through most of the work week. Certainly over the next couple of days, we've got predominantly sunny skies. A few fair weather clouds drifting around down there. Starting to feel a little more moisture in the atmosphere as well. It is getting a little bit muggier. Temperatures today going to get up to about 87 degrees in the afternoon. Look for that heat index to crawl up somewhere into the 90s. Winds from the south at about 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be down in the lower 70s. More or less what we're looking at through the rest of the work week. Next chance 
for showers and thunderstorms looks to arrive on a Friday. Front's going to be coming through. Doesn't cool us down too much. Maybe dry us out a tad bit. Temperature's going to be in the 90s through the weekend and through most of next week as well. Really starting to feel a shift in the weather pattern, taking on a more summer-like pattern here over the next couple of days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, we're at 70 degrees with those clear skies here at KPL. Ross Tower in service, the home of some really great gentlemen who will fix your car. Look, if there's a clunk or a bump or you're just like, oh, these tires. Everybody's going to get on the road for vacation if you already have not done so. Most people head to the beach, or at least a lot do, in the middle of the summer. So make sure you got the proper shoes, a.k.a. tires, for your vehicle and work with a team that will actually work with you. Family men who understand, yeah, your car, everybody else's car in your family, you've all got a budget. you got to stay within that budget. So knowing exactly what might be coming up down the road, so to speak, pun intended. Well, when you have your friends at Ross Tire and Service, they can help you with it. How do you find out more information? You can go on to RossTireLafayette.com. You can send them a message, take a look at all the different services that they do provide, even if it's a simple oil change or you got to get your tires rotated. Send them a message. You can quickly set up an appointment. They'll take care of it, and you are on your way. They'll adopt you like family, too. Love those guys. Ross Tire and Service, 2214 Collie Saloon Road. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. So North Morgan at East 3rd, a crash with injuries in Broussard. That's North Morgan at East 3rd in Broussard. Please buckle. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, can you see? So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so On 722, Ian, if I was not convinced before, I think it is a foregone conclusion. You and I have to be related 
some way, somehow. We just love the same kinds of music. We have the wacky sense of humor. We got a deep, dark sense of humor, too. So we got to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we have to figure it out. But at the same time, maybe we just have good taste. Okay, there's that, too. All right, that uh, was Eric Clapton, the way that you use it from the 1986 movie, The Color of Money, Tom Cruise and uh, Paul Newman. Paul um, Newman. Yeah. And did you watch it all the way through last night, or did you just fall asleep? No, I only I only caught it, I think, the last hour, because I was flipping through, and I saw it was on, and I thought to myself, I haven't watched this in forever. Let me turn <laughs> it on. And I have to say, Paul Newman's mustache was on point. <laughs> Even after 33 years, huh? Hmm. Yes, indeed. Indeed. All right, so coming up now, we have in studio this morning – Louisiana State Police Troop I, Trooper Thomas Gasson. He's the spokesman for the Troop I region, which is uh, basically the Acadiana area. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So we have a lot to, to jump into and talk about. I would like to start with uh, motorcycles mm -hmm. uh, this morning. I think what can happen sometimes as we're traveling, it uh, may be something if you're not an enthusiast, mm -hmm. maybe you're not necessarily... Mm -hmm. Keeping your eyes open for motorcycles. Right. So we're talking about this because it's Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month in May. And, you know, the weather's starting to warm up nicely. Maybe too much today, but <laughs> warm up nicely. And it, it's really it's really invigorating to go out on a ride, I'm telling you. It's just, it's something, it's a different, as a, as personally, I've, I've had a motorcycle endorsement since I was 19. Wow. Um, knock on wood, I've been, you know, lucky since ever since but you know how you drive a motorcycle is important as well and i i think here's the, the the important part of this is that motorcyclists are really vulnerable they have the same rights to be on that roadway as a car mm -hmm. um but, but the problem is they're they're hard to see you know and the, the biggest danger to a to a driver of a motorcycle is another driver of a car because they're so hard to see that it's a smaller vehicle the two most dangerous locations for that motorcycle are at an intersection and when when changing lanes, so okay. it's really important for drivers out there to. That's why it's so important to stop at a stop sign, scan, really look both ways, and 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 take a third a, a second look because while you glance one way and the other, you have that a pillar there, and that could be blocking that. that there's a blind spot on pretty much every vehicle, and if you do it too quickly, that's why we really push that stopping all the way, complete stop. That'll give that person time to get out of that blind spot. The crashes that have occurred, at least like in 2020, for instance, 82 mo motorcyclists were killed mm -hmm. and there were 1,543 1, crashes in, on Louisiana roads. Goodness. You know, so it's important to understand that they're overrepresented in these crashes. Now, I, I, I know I've seen it myself, but some, some motorcyclists take risks, yeah. drive too fast, drive between cars, things like that. I, I get it. I understand that. But that's not the majority. That's right. That is not the majority. So it's important for us as, uh, you know, when we're in our cars to, to be on aware and be look, on the lookout for these bikes. Having those rear view mirrors and these side view mirrors set at the appropriate angles is important, too. Again, that comes whenever we're changing those lanes. So, again, just be aware of that. You know, be be on the lookout for motorcycles, especially as the, as the summer starts to, you know, get into really full gear. Kinda, yeah. yeah. That's when we really start getting going. 
You know, and you mentioned, you know, our side mirrors. It cannot be emphasized enough as far as paying attention to that. Sometimes you can, you know, jump in the car. Maybe your spouse has been in the car before you. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily think about it, but that's an effective tool for so many different reasons. But especially, as you mentioned, the blind spot. It, it is. I, when you look at your side view mirrors, you should not, you should not see your car. Okay. Okay. So that's how far away they should be tilted out away from your car. You should not be able to see your car. The only way you should see your car when you look at that side view mirror is if you put, like if you're looking at your left mirror is to put your head towards the glass itself, okay. towards the window. Or if you lean over to the other side, even with the, the console, then you should see your car. But other than that, you shouldn't see your car in those mirrors. That's clear in that blind spot. And and look, that's not just for motorcycle safety. That's for just period safety in general. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. So if you're listening to that, look at that. Look at those rear view mirrors right now, the side view mirrors. And if you can see your car, bump them out a little bit. Okay. So when I was in driver's ed, you know, 8 million years ago, they told us that, you know, the car had to be inside a little bit, but it was about a year ago. So <coughs> that you had first started mentioning yeah. this. So I've totally changed it. It, d- so it does get, it's hard to get used to it though, is. right? It, it is. It so is. It, it, you feel like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know where my car is. I promise you it's there. It, it, it is there. <laughs> So, oh, already and go for it. So look, in, now, in, in yeah, hey, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hi. Uh, hey, uh, you mentioned the blind spots, and this is something that people don't realize is that if your mirrors aren't set properly and you do cause a crash with your blind spot, you're completely at fault with that. Sure, the other person, even if they're passing illegally or maybe not doing what they're supposed to, if they're there and you move and you don't see them, that's still your fault. Yeah, so getting out of the lane, again, Louisiana law states that you're supposed to only move out of a lane when it's safe to do so. So that doesn't free you from not that doesn't free you from getting a ticket. It it means that there could be two violations. The person maybe might be passing you improperly, but you also moved out of that lane when it was unsafe to do so. So you know, sometimes both parties get a ticket, and that's that's one that a lot of people have a hard time with. But it, it you know, when we get to the scene, you know, we're supposed to see what violations have occurred. We really, I know people think that we say, "Oh, you're at fault," or "You're at fault." And technically, that's really not what we do. We see what violations have occurred, and that's what we assign. So you're kind of gathering facts, basically. That, that's exactly what a crash report is. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, a fact gathering report. That is basically turned over to um, other parties, which is the insurance companies, and they they debate at fault, at fault. and percentages mm-hmm. of at fault and things like that. Yeah, want to talk to you also about um, you know kids and cars. Yeah. Um, there are so many ways that that now people are starting to and have started to change their behavior. You know, in the last ten years, you know, leaving your purse maybe in the back seat next to your child or your shoe mm-hmm. or. You know, it, it doesn't take very long for a child sitting in a car to become overwhelmed and suffer heat stroke or worse. And the idea that you can harm a child just by stepping out for five minutes to go in the store and grab a gallon of milk. Look, I think people don't understand the frequency of this. And while this doesn't sound like a lot, just one is too many. But since yeah. 1998, the national statistic is 906 kids have been have been have died in in mm. from heat stroke in a car. Mm. It's starting to heat up outside. Today's high of what? It's, Today is eighty seven. Eighty seven. Okay, uh-huh. so you know, with that being said, you get somebody who leaves their child in the car, whether it be accidentally or on purpose, because you're going to run into the store and grab something real quick. But you put a crack in the window, or or your pet for that yeah. matter, right? I mean, it, it, we're talking about kids, but it's still it's pets as well. You know, we, we say this and we go through this checklist. Never leave your car in a child in a car alone. Always check that back seat. 
I I have a bad habit of you know when I go to uh, a family member's home, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in the country, I'll, I'll leave my car unlocked, not thinking about small children who may go play, play hide and seek, mm-hmm. crawl in the car, can't get out. Yeah, you know, nobody knows that they are so locked vehicles. You know, unattended vehicles should be locked. Um, if you change your routine, it's important to make sure that child arrives safely. So. Have somebody call your phone, set set an alarm, take a shoe off and put it in the back seat. You're not mm-hmm. going to step out without a shoe. Do something. Have that person who, who you're bringing the child for, whether it be your spouse or whoever, call you at the time that you're supposed to be arriving at the daycare or wherever you're supposed to bring them. Put the diaper bag in your front seat, your wallet, just something that you're going to remember, like you said, a purse, something that you know you're not going to step out the car with. So when people ask you, you know, well... Like, it's not hot right now. It's probably, what, 70 degrees right yeah. now. You know, but even at at 70 degrees outside, in 10 minutes, it could be almost 90 degrees in the car. Inside that vehicle. Right. So yeah. today you said it's 85. 87-ish. 80, yeah. Uh, here we go. At 85 degrees Ooh, outside temperature, yeah. within 10 minutes, a closed car can be 104 degrees. God. So just in 10 minutes. Now, wow. So when we look at those things in time lapse of you know, 10 minutes is not a long time. No, it isn't. You know, so we really want people just to kind of be aware of this and, you know, let's take steps to prevent this. Yeah. Call each other. Do all of the above. Call each yeah. other. Set alarms. Tell your best friend. Put your shoe in the back seat. Put everything mm-hmm. in the back seat if you if you need to. Nice. Um, and just kind of think about it. I'm so glad that we covered mm-hmm. both of these topics this morning. Trooper, thanks for being in here right. today. Thank you for having me. It is coming up now on 732 on Acadiana's Morning News. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Stop by Family Dollar and find balloons, decorations, candles, and even a card to celebrate mom on her day. There's more for mom at Fam Dollar. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net. It is coming up now at 738 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you. If you're just joining us, good morning. Ian, hey, good morning to you. Hi, what's going on, Bern? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, you're so cute. I don't know what you were doing, but I'm guessing you're probably in the back somewhere working on some news story, I'm guessing. Yeah, we have a couple of items working today. One of them is a story about a house that's going up for sale in Karencrode. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And uh, if when you see the photos, you may want to put a, a put a bid down on it. So that's coming up a little bit later on this morning over at News Talk uh, 96.5 KPL's website and mobile app, kpel965.com. And if you've not downloaded the app, what are you waiting for? Yes, yes, you will get the latest headlines constantly, no matter what time of the night. It might be. All right. So joining us in studio. Hey, two of our favorite people are here. Kate Turner is with CASA, Court Appointed Special Advocates. Justin Santani from school board member fame. Uh, He is also, in addition to being a school board member, a superhero. He didn't bring his cape today, y'all, but he's got the smile. Yes, it's glorious. Well, gents, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Okay, so, Cade, let's start off with you. Um, CASA is such an amazing program, court-appointed special advocate. So someone who volunteers for this program, they really become the voice of a child 
in foster care. Absolutely, absolutely. So what we do is the children who have been abused or neglected uh, and within the 15th JDC, so Lafayette, Vermeer, and Acadia Parish, what we do is we appoint somebody from the community to be that voice for that child. And so that means you are meeting with that child on a monthly basis. That means you are speaking with that child, both bio parents, foster parents. Uh, you are meeting with the child teachers, doctors, anything that's has that's anybody that's involved with that child's life. You are going to be the person that's going to be making contact along with DCFS and the caseworker. But every child doesn't get a CASA volunteer compared to uh, every child does receive a DCFS caseworker. So it has to be a special case for you to get a CASA volunteer on your case. But when you do have a CASA volunteer, you have somebody that's really, that's all their focus and attention is on, is on that one child or that one set of family. What an amazing, amazing program. All right, mm -hmm. so tell me about this Superheroes event, and does Justin have a cape, and should he have worn it today? <laughs> <laughs> It's well, at the dry cleaners. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because it's one of those things where you're not you're not supposed to reveal a superhero's secret identity, but we we broke that rule a long time ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know, we, we we're, we're honored to have Justin to be a part of this uh, great event with us because Justin, just like our advocates, he's an advocate for the children of Lafayette Parish every day. That's right. Uh, so he's coming along to help us, you know, with this event, and we're honored to have him. And also, he's a fellow. Uh, native of Thibodeau, so we both from the same area. You <laughs> that's know? right. He he's a cardinal. He went to Ed White. I went to Thibodeau High. So that's two rivalries. Ooh. That's that's like Lafayette and STM. You know, but that's that's okay. You know, we, I, if if that's the one thing I have against them, I can forgive them for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so Justin, why did you decide? Hey, I definitely have to be a part of this. Well, it's such an important program, especially for uh, the population of Lafayette Parish children who are most at need, mm -hmm. right? And and no one needs a special advocate like the children who have been abused, children who are in foster care who are too often overlooked. And so this this really, it, it, it fits in with what I do with the school board, which is advocate for children and make sure children have every opportunity in life to succeed and build a life for themselves. And that's, it, it really it really spoke to me. Yeah, I would imagine it did. Y'all, what is the culmination and when will the event be? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Justin is not our only superhero. We do have three other superheroes. Uh, we have uh, Senator Gerald Boudreaux. Yeah. Uh, who I think everybody knows pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Lisa Thomas, yep. who is an attorney and her, her and her daughter runs a law firm. And, you know, you know, that's just one of the biggest things that she do her I wouldn't say her least accolade, but you know, her, she's also the wife of the Marshal Reggie Thomas. But, you know, I think Reggie doesn't make her who, the phenomenal person that she is. She does that on her own. <laughs> and then we also have uh, Jan Swift, uh, mm -hmm. who is also one of our great superheroes. And so the event will be uh, Thursday, May 12th at six o'clock. We'll be right there at the trust room. Um, which is ran by Abacus. It's right there on Ambassador, right in front of Sky Zone. If you get to the IHOP, you don't went too far coming from Johnson Street. <laughs> so it's right there. Uh, it's great. It's going to be a great event. We're going to have auction items. We're going to uh, we're going to have these superheroes. They're going to talk about their experience, and we're going to have different stories from our, our advocates that's going to be there that could talk about you know what it is that they've been doing. Uh, and it's going to be a really fun event all together. You know, they, they asked me to MC. I told them, I don't know about that. 
You gotta do it. And, and, and we love I, your voice. And I, I think I think my job was put on the line if I did. So, <laughs> so yes. Huh? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> so, but it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna make it fun. You know, and these guys are gonna make it fun. Um, and so, if you can come out, definitely come out. Like I said, Thursday, May 12, six o'clock at the Trust Room. Okay, at yeah. the Trust Room, Ian. For those who don't know what an advocate for CASA does, what mm-hmm. exactly does a court appoint? special advocate do? That's a great question, Ian. Uh, a court-appointed special advocate, so like I said, like Bernie kind of said earlier, you are the eyes and ears of the judge. Uh, so you you do not take the children into your home. That uh, That's the foster parents or the bio parents' job. But what you do is you are the person that's, like I said, going in and out of the child's home where they're placed, checking out the placement, making sure everything's in the right place. Uh, besides that, you're going to meet with the child at the school and meet with the child teachers or the daycare center to make sure the child development-wise is doing well. Uh, meeting with the child uh, medical experts, so the doctors and the dentists, to make sure the child's medical needs are being attended to. The job of the CASA volunteer and, and all together, Ian, is you are to making sure that all of the child's needs are being met. And at the end of the day, we make recommendations that's considered the best interest of the child. Rather, that's with the bio parents, which we will hope for within that first year of a case that we could reunify children with bio parents. But if not, we do want to make sure that we find that child a safe and permanent home, rather that's an adoption home. Uh, placement with a relative or somebody that can really take care of this child to make sure that child is safe and permanent. Yeah. And a, a CASA advocate will likely be the person that that young child or right. even teen child will be most comfortable with That's right. to That's speak right. the truth. And like we say, they're the person that they're going to remember the most because uh, between, you know, caseworkers and attorneys and mm-hmm. uh, all of these people, they, they kind of change fairly often, especially attorneys. You know, I've been in Lafayette Parish and the child's attorney for our program has probably been about changed about maybe four or five times. You know, wow. um, caseworkers, you know, caseworkers are overworked. Yes. And so some of them get burnt out quickly and, mm-hmm. and they they can't continue with the program or continue with their job. Um but usually the one person that stays constant is the CASA volunteer. And so when we tell people, you know, when you come to do this and you decide to be a part of a child's life, we want you to make a commitment for at least a year yeah. because we don't want this to be a revolving, another revolving door in this child's life. We want this somebody to be somebody that's consistent, that could be there for that child. And like you said, the, the child looks forward to meeting their CASA. I get stories all the time from advocates that come back and tell me, it's like, man, I went over there the other day and that child face just lit up when they saw me walk yeah. through the door. And I said, that's because they remember you mentally that you're somebody that's there for them and you're just somebody that's going to have fun with them and talk with them and ask them about how they're feeling. So, a really safe yes. place for a child to fall. Absolutely. To all the people in the KPL audience over these years who have signed up, called CASA of mm-hmm. South Louisiana, who have volunteered, who have donated. The KPL people, you guys have been tremendous yes, absolutely. over the years. Yeah. I, I have been so fascinated. And a lot of people never really come forward to say, oh, I donated or I did this. The sheer number of you KPL people that are listening right now <laughs> who have helped CASA, God bless you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like I tell people, you know, uh, so our program, we serve 
the 15 JDC. So that's Lafayette, Vermillion, and Acadia Parish. But uh, for those who are listening across other areas of Acadiana, there is the cost of 16 JDC, that's which right. is uh, St. Martin, Iberia Parish, or St. Mary Parish. And then there's uh, the St. Landry Evangelion Program, who we are all, you know, we all have the same mission. We all have the same goal. Uh, so just because I, I come here and I work for the 15 JDC doesn't mean that, you know, I can't come in here and tell you guys about those other programs. We're doing great things as well. But like I said, I, I really today, you know, I, I want you guys to really think about coming to Superhero Celebration, you yeah. know, because this is going to be a great event. I'm telling you, and you're going to want to you're not going to want to miss it. So many great auction items. We're we're auctioning off Raging Cajun baseball tickets. Ooh. We're auctioning off. I uh, have uh, head coach Jay Johnson uh, for LSU baseball. He done signed oh. the autograph, the baseball for us. I think we're auctioning off like a hot air balloon ride. What? <laughs> I think there's even a puppy. Uh, uh, it's, it's like all of these great things. And then we're having a wine pool. You're going to want to be a part of the wine pool. You know? Hello. And, you, know, I, you know, and I can't promise Garth Brooks and Tiger Stadium. But I mean, if I have to sing, I have friends in low places, I will. So. <laughs> I love that. This is going to be such a fun yeah, night next absolutely. Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Okay. If we do, we need a ticket to get in, and where yes. do we get those? Yes, so, yes. So you do need a ticket to get in. You could get a ticket at org slash superhero. That's where you would go. Uh, again, that's casasola.org slash superhero. And when you get, once you get to that website, you're going to be able to see Justin and our other superheroes that's on the website. You'll even be able to read their sidekick stories, which I think uh-huh. is like extremely cool and that you can learn about the children that we're serving. And then there you'll be able to see we're at the uh, bottom where you can just purchase a ticket. So just click that button, purchase a ticket, and we'll see you next Thursday. Or buy a table. Or buy a table. That's right. Bring seven of your friends. Uh, That's right. Seven of your closest friends. That's That's right. right. (laughs) That's that's exactly right. Ian? One last question, and this is for Justin. What color is your cape, and who is your sidekick? Yes. (laughs) My sidekick is the dedicated driver, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's a story of a child in high school who's working hard to graduate, but is facing some challenges due to the fact that he can't drive and get to work. No kidding. And so the uh, superhero, the CASA uh, volunteer, helps, helps the child get past those obstacles make sure he gets the hours necessary at work to to get himself to graduation. So it's just a, a small window into just the daily challenges that some of our children face. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's just one of one of four great stories that's on our website right now of Justin. Lisa has a great story, uh, Gerald and Jan. So definitely go check out the website. And then after that, you can purchase your ticket or table. And red, Ian. Yeah, it's oh, red. Red. It's the passion color. Go. Red. Do you have a red suit, too? Oh, I don't have a red suit. You no. can't talk about that. That, that part's secret. Maybe the unveiling I, that, of the suit is that's next part week. of the secret I am, identity. I am the mightiest of the superheroes. Oh, <laughs> that's some smack talking. I love it. You know, um, thank you all so much. Justin Centani, school board member, has been joining us. Cade Turner is with CASA. Um, and, you know, gentlemen, thank you so much. And, and, Justin, thank you for that window in. You know, sometimes it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. But, I mean, think about that. Just getting... A child to be able to, okay, they need a part-time job. They mm-hmm. need to get this done. And, you know, this CASA person being able to just give them a ride back and forth. You know, I don't know if people know about the bus system. Yes, it's a good bus system here in Lafayette, but it can be rather lengthy. Mm-hmm. And for a child that's trying to make it through school, get things done, and have uh, this job, you know, it, it that's tremendous. Sometimes it can take you an hour and a half both ways to get where you're going on a bus. 
You know, and if you can get there in 15 minutes by the love of somebody who will drive you there, that's pretty epic in my book. That's right. I love it. Gentlemen, thank you for making my sunshine even brighter today. Uh, oh, I thank love you. y'all. Thank you guys. Love being on here with you Well, guys. we just love it. And if you want to become a CASA, go to the website. I'm telling you, it's going to be the most enriching thing you've probably ever done in your life or pretty doggone close to it. That's right. That's right. It is coming up now on 752 on Acadiana's Morning News. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Pfizer shares are its earnings top forecasts helped by sales of its COVID-19 vaccine and antiviral treatment. Burger King's parent company, Restaurant Brand, saw business improve in its recent quarter. Its upbeat earnings were up by strong demand at Burger King. Sales burger chain were up more than 10 percent. It also owns Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen and Tim Hortons. Business at those chains were not as strong as forecast. DuPont's earnings top predict the stock is losing ground after a mixed forecast for its business. Hasbro could be selling off its unit known for Peppa Entertainment One. An activist investor, Ancora, wants Hasbro to review options unit, saying it doesn't fit well with the rest of the business. At your Fox Business Report, I'm Ginny Cosilda, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in New York City retraces FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. R-E. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Anybody in the town want to bounce around? Just come with me and we'll do it. We'll do it. All right. I just wanted to check, make sure you were awake, Ian. Good morning. I'm all right. I'm not sure what this is, but it's fantastic. Isn't it fun? I know. You just never know what I'm going to find and throw in. I wish I had time to, you know, do like 8 million new bumpers, but I, I try to squeeze them in kind of one at a time. And, and then I just like to throw them at you. Okay. So, um, okay. There is a lot of feedback that's going on on what has happened with the uh, leak of the draft opinion from the Supreme Court concerning uh, abortion, Roe versus Wade, et cetera. So there are a lot of different uh, items coming up in terms of feedback with the KPL app. When you have the KPL app and you download it, it's free in the app store. You can give us your message. We will communicate with you. We do have a comment from someone. I'll be able to play that in the next hour, kind of their thoughts on the whole situation in general. But I do want to mention that app chatter number two, Scott from Plaisance, checking in this morning. Saying that traffic in Plaisance and the Nuba Crossroads flowing very good. So, Scott, well, good, there you go. good morning to you. Ian, I also wanted to let you know, Winky Dinky Dog, man, he is he's trying to get that number three app chat spot. He's fighting hard. I mean, he checked in like, I don't know, it's 545 this morning. So I guess we have to still consider it and mull it over, huh? I guess so. Uh, Winky Dinky Dog is persistent. So uh, the question is, how long is this probationary period? That's the mm. million-dollar question. 
I don't know. Maybe we should put it before the Supreme Court. Just kidding. <laughs> well, speaking of the Supreme Court, just saying on the app chat says current odds in Vegas. Supreme Court justice who leaked the draft. Clarence Thomas, one for one. Uh, Neil Gorsuch, six to five. And uh, the field is at 100 to one, which speaking of, I don't know if DraftKings is doing any bets on that. But the DraftKings Sportsbook is doing NBA playoff action oh. with the DraftKings. Book the official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 this week on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if their team does win. And you can turn that big payday into an even bigger uh, bigger payday with the DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Do just that. And if you combine those bets, total threes made, who will win, total rebounds, yada, 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 boom. You, you can win even more money. And right now, customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs, get a free bet back up to $25 if a leg doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code word PELICAN to bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code word PELICAN only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older and physically present in Louisiana to play. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit must be put down See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions licensee partner golden nugget of lake charles gambling problem call 1-877-770-STOP and no they are not doing any bets on who leaked the uh draft opinion all right seven you're listening to american ground radio's morning minute at the white house correspondence dinner over the weekend joe biden was seen laughing when comedian trevor noah said everything is looking up gas is up rent is up food is up now add to that foreclosures which are up 181 percent in just one year but back to the correspondence dinner the camera cuts to joe biden who is heartily laughing he's laughing the entire room of leftist elitist mainstream media hacks they're all laughing while Americans are paying more, working harder, making less. So you know what? Laugh. Make a mockery of those who don't live off the government dole inside the Beltway. But there's change coming. I hate it when a Democrat makes me miss Bill Clinton, but at least he felt your pain. Joe Biden laughs at it. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Farr. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. Demonstrations outside the Supreme Court. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. They're out protesting a decision it appears that justices are ready to make to undo the Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion. A draft opinion was leaked to Politico suggesting the court will rule in favor of a Mississippi law allowing states to restrict abortion. In effect, it says there's no constitutional right to abortion. However, decisions are not final until announced by the court. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi issued a joint statement saying if the report is accurate, quote, every Republican senator who supported Senator Mitch McConnell and voted for Trump justices, pretending this day would never come, will now have to explain themselves to the American people. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, some Democrats want Congress to pass a law to make abortion legal nationwide. Many Republicans are upset by the rare leak in the court. Senator Josh Hawley tells Fox. I have to tell you, it sounds real to me, and I think this is plainly an attempt by the left to try and change the outcome in this case and corrupt the process. And the court must not allow that to happen. It's primary day in Indiana and in Ohio, where it's a close Republican Senate race. Trump's endorsement convinced me that J.D. Vance is the guy for the job. I am whoever Trump supports in any position. But that man's friend is supporting the Senator Ted Cruz-backed candidate. Josh Mandel. 
Marine, family man, honest. I like the guy. There are several other candidates as well. The winner expected to face Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan. Aid workers in Ukraine have hot meals ready for civilians who escaped that steel plant in the bombed-out city of Mariupol and toys for the kids. Those who've left say... There is no money. It's very scary there. There is nothing left in Mariupol. No work. Nothing. Some of those who left Mariupol were taken to Russian-controlled territory. Russia says it's taken a million people out of Ukraine since the invasion started to Russia. Ukraine's president says many were taken away against their will. America's listening to Fox News. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898. Nogo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F.A. Member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. You're making something new with your business. To support you, Novo built a new kind of business checking. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. Sign up for your free business checking account right now. Plus, our listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts at novo.co slash today. N-O-V-O slash today. The White House is defending a new attempt to combat disinformation, which Republicans are critical of as a threat to free speech, saying the person in charge, Nina Jankowitz, and the past herself spread misinformation. They claim she backed the now discredited dossier that led to the Trump-Russia probe and discounted the Hunter Biden laptop story amid an ongoing federal investigation into the president's son. The Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Governance Board will operate in a nonpartisan and apolitical way, Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters. It's continuing work that was done by CISA back to 2020. So what this would do is continue that work and it would help coordinate um, internal activities from the department related to disinformation that poses a threat to the homeland. Saki says disinformation could come from drug cartels targeting migrants or domestic extremist groups. The mandate is not to adjudicate what is true or false online or, or otherwise. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says the board will not infringe on free speech or civil liberties. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. There's an arrest warrant out for a corrections officer in Alabama who went missing with a murder suspect, Casey White, on Friday. The assistant director of corrections in Florence is a woman named Vicki White. Same last name as the inmate, but no relation. The day before Officer Vicki White was set to retire, she tells the jail guard she's taking Casey White to the courthouse for a mental health evaluation. The rule is he cannot go anywhere without at least two deputies. She took him alone and they never made it to the courthouse. Instead, surveillance video shows them drive to a local shopping center where they ditch the patrol car and disappear. And the sheriff believes Officer Vicki White left with the inmate willingly. Fox's Trace Gallagher on Wall Street. Stock futures up before today's trading. In the NBA playoffs, Miami and Phoenix won second-round series openers in hockey Carolina. Los Angeles, St. Louis, Toronto won first-round opening playoff games. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. 
It is 8.09 in the morning, and it's already warming up in Acadiana. We are already at 71 degrees. No heat index as of yet, but the heat index will get into the 90s today. High of 87 under sunny skies with a 10% chance of rain. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with an update. The Sunday morning shooting in downtown Lafayette. Police identifying the suspected gunman as Carl DeMarc Thompson of New Iberia. He's facing 11 counts of attempted first-degree murder. Thompson remains in critical condition in the hospital after being shot by a responding Lafayette police officer. According to the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office, three officers fired shots to stop an active shooter. Those officers are on paid administrative leave pending the Sheriff's Office's investigation into the incident. The 11 victims all suffered non-life-threatening wounds. Staying in Lafayette, a 14-year-old is fighting for his life after being shot Monday morning. It happened around 7.45 on Gilman Street. Police say the teen was flown to a New Orleans hospital where he remains in critical condition. So far, no arrests. Call Lafayette Crime Stoppers if you have information. In St. Mary Parish, Sheriff Blaze Smith says his recent health issues may be related to a previous battle with COVID. Smith was hospitalized with an undetermined illness in March. He says he's now out of the hospital and in a rehab facility. But his doctors still don't have any answers about what happened to him. Smith says he hopes to be back at work sometime soon. In East Feliciana Parish, the parents of a shut-in who died after sitting fused to a waste-filled couch for 12 years are now charged with murder. A grand jury indicted Clay and Sheila Fletcher in connection with the death of their daughter, Lacey. The 36-year-old was found dead inside their home in January, her body covered in maggots, and was sunken into a waste-filled crater in a couch. The former head of state police could face contempt charges. This as Kevin Reeves refuses to turn over his handwritten journals to a state legislative committee. That committee is investigating possible wrongdoing by state police in the death of Ronald Green. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team jockeying for position in both the Sun Belt standings and in the RPI. The Cajuns have won 10 of their last 12 games, putting them three games behind Texas State for first place. The Cajuns get Texas State next weekend, but first, they have to contend with the UTA, a three-game series at home at Teague-Moore Field this weekend. Powerball jackpot rises to $37 million. Nobody won it last night. Mega Millions tonight worth $57 million. Another look at news coming up in about 25 minutes from now. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. It is starting to get a little bit on the hot side. Temperatures are going to be about 87 degrees this afternoon, and the heat index going to be pushing into the 90s. Winds for the south at about 8 to 12 miles an hour later this afternoon, and lows pretty consistently going to be down in the lower 70s, staying hot and humid through the rest of the week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And we do have a little bit of haze out there, 74 degrees here at KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. We've got a fender bender, E-Rest Landry at Bertrand. That's E-Rest Landry at Bertrand. Johnston Street at Oak Crest. That's Johnston Oak Crest. Highway 93 at Destination Point in Scott. That's Highway 93 at Destination Point in Scott. And Veterans Drive near Gilbo and Karen Crow. That's Veterans near Gilbo. That's on the northwest Evangeline Thruway side there in Karen. It is coming up now on 814 on Acadiana's Morning News. Jackie Russo joining us and uh, our branding expert yesterday.
I am looking at, you know, just kind of glancing over headlines. I notice something on Twitter and I say, whoa, okay, what's going on? Um, This is in reference to a campaign put out by Ulta Beauty. They sent an email to subscribers in reference to Kate Spade New York perfume. Correct. And it goes terribly wrong. Um, Well, the headline said, come hang with Kate Spade. Yeah. And so you've got a couple of problems there. One, it's the challenge that any business faces, if the business, the product, the person all share the same name, there's confusion. I mean, when I tell people my name is Russo and I work at Russo, I mean, there's you have to word things very carefully around that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so being someone who's involved in the creation of emails and email Mm -hmm. headlines and marketing, I have great empathy for the person that wrote that because you can imagine their intent was not right to reference Kate Her, Spade's death. Yeah. And she did commit suicide in 2018 by hanging herself. Right. And so that's immediate. I mean, I was just crushed right. for her family, but also, like you said, crushed for the person who did it because certainly it could not have been intentional. Well, that's, and, and I think we sometimes, and I read a lot of the, the Twitter comments mm. yesterday, and I think sometimes we don't have any pause on intent yeah we go straight to hanging them from the gallows in the public square without taking a minute and thinking the person that wrote this headline might well have been in high school when kate spade died i know i wondered that myself yesterday you know and had no clue no right. no, no context yeah no just hey come hang come hang mm-hmm. out with us mm-hmm. and so it, it's it's it is a part of our language and there's these kind of two competing schools of thought And it's not just in marketing, it's in everyday life where we have to be considerate of our words and actions and how they're going to affect other people. And at the same time, we have to have a little bit of grace, empathy, empathy, forgiveness, compassion, understanding Mm -hmm. that just because someone says something, it's not an attack because you take a reference one way, 99 other people might not take that reference that way. Mm hmm. Is there ever room for grace anymore? Is that something we need to teach ourselves? I mean, is that kind of what you're getting at, that we need to learn a different way? I mean, I'll add it to the list. Yeah, We were talking before about local violence, about mm-hmm. um, irresponsible behavior, about mm-hmm. the choices people make. You know, and I often wonder, are we becoming a worse society or... Are we just so much more aware of so many things that happen in so many places? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's an ongoing debate. And that's also part of who sets the agenda. Right. Does the public set the agenda or do the people controlling platforms end up setting the agenda? And I think for years it was one way being that the people that are working at television, radio, print for years, it was those people that ended up setting the agenda. Now it has kind of been tipped on its head right. a bit. Well, you wouldn't have covered this story if there hadn't been a right social media firestorm about right. it. Right, absolutely. Because it wouldn't it be would, news. It would not. It but, would not. But thousands and thousands and thousands of people yesterday were up in arms raking some anonymous headline writer over the coals, mm-hmm. and that made it a news story. Jackie, uh, what do you, uh, as, a, as a branding expert, what do you tell clients? Um, I'm sure that you show them things such as this. Sure. Um, how, how do you coach and counsel 
clients and what do you ask them to, to think about before they publish? Well, we talk about a lot of things. One is trying to stay out of the firestorm yeah, and, and really thinking through what you're doing because any misstep, no matter how unintended, mm-hmm. can land you in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. And so that's always the first thing is. The second thing is having, I, I think, the more we have um, compassion and grace for ourselves and for everyone around us, the nicer the society becomes, mm-hmm. maybe the little kinder we become. And so it goes back to that, that old Bible story about, you know, worrying about the splinter in your neighbor's eye when there's a log in your own. Right. So maybe we judge people a little less and work on cleaning up our own houses. Mm-hmm. That's why I like people to call in. I don't care what their perspective is. I just want them to share whatever their thought is. Right. Because that's how people hear what other people are thinking. You don't have to agree with it. Right. But at least know where somebody else is coming from. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And when it comes down to it, if, if you read the headline and you read the body of the email, it is abundantly clear. The person who wrote this is saying, hey, we at Ulta are going to have the Kate Spade perfume in our store. Come and, and check it out. That's it. That's what the intent was. There's no doubt. But if you um, people read into it, when I read it, not thinking about the firestorm that was happening, I didn't read it the same way those people had. I noticed that by a lot of Twitter users yesterday as well. They held the same perspective. They didn't see it that way. No, you know, no. but one person did mm-hmm. and they voiced it. And then sometimes I think there are segments of our society that look for the negative. Mm-hmm. And so that just kind of jumped on and piled on. And so you've got somebody who could very well lose their job over this. Mm-hmm. As we are wrapping up, Jackie, I'm kind of curious if this were your situation, if this were your employee, any idea on what your next step might be? Well, you know, if if we as an agency had done this for a client, I would like to think we would have had enough pairs of eyes on it that we would have caught it. Right. But look, stuff slips through. Sure. I mean, I mean it just, just happens. That's the way the world is. So right. fast paced. Right. And so then you've got the, you know, the apology to the client. Um, read the temperature. You know, the client could be super angry and we're out of the business with that client or the client is forgiving and understanding um, there's this adage that all PR is good PR. We're not in that place anymore. Nowadays, bad PR is bad PR. Um, you're talking about affecting a stock price. You're talking about affecting sales. Um, you're talking about upsetting the Kate Spade company so much that they don't allow you to carry their products anymore. I mean, this one unintentional communication error could have long reaching ramifications. Um, and so, so you work it out, right? Um, I think, you know, in any crisis communication, the first thing is to assess your situation and, and see what's going on. The second thing is to be honest. Um, the third thing is to own it. Mm-hmm. Own it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're adults. You say, I, it was a mistake. I'm sorry. This was my intention. Never occurred to me someone would take it that way. I'm so sorry for the hurt and pain that this caused. Um, and then at that point, you either, that takes the air out of the room. Mm-hmm. And so people de-puff. You know, their their shoulders go down and they kind of settle and they're like, oh, okay, it really was an accident and everybody can just go back to life. Or um, what often I think happens is people just want to be mad. And so then they just go find something else to be mad Mad about. about. Mad about the way you apologize, the timing with which you did it, the situation. It's like when people get fired and they always say, well, you know, if they hadn't told me on Friday. Like, it, it doesn't matter if you get fired on Friday or Monday. Mm-hmm. You still got fired and it still sucked. Right. You're just looking for the reasons to be mad to kind of cover yourself in this blanket of 
excuses at the end of the day, you're pissed because you got fired. Right, right. Absolutely. Let's just own it. (laughs) Branding expert Jackie Russo, as always, we appreciate it. Um, Appreciate your thoughts on all of this. My pleasure. It is coming up now on 822. Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google Play. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News, Bernadette Lee, Ian Oza, and last evening Politico uh, putting out a story uh, that a draft opinion from the U.S. Supreme Court would basically, it is suggesting that it would overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade case that legalized abortion nationwide. And so we've been talking about that, the ramifications what it could mean for Louisiana. You can get all the stories with the KPL app and at the website. And we've discussed it a bit via the app chat. People have weighed in on it. People have called. And I want to share with you uh, one call from earlier this morning. We're talking about changing the laws and, and this, that, and the other thing. I think one law that needs to be looked at seriously is uh, I've got a friend of mine that was in an accident and killed the lady who was pregnant. He's spending a long time in jail. Mm-hmm. Well, if he's going to go to jail for killing the lady and her baby, then why are the women just having abortions and not having to pay the price for it? I just think one law needs to be changed, one or the other. You know, many people have made that argument, you know, many times across these decades about Roe versus Wade and this entire situation. I was wondering if someone was going to bring up that issue this morning. So I'm glad that you called um, to kind of share that perspective with us, because there is the crime of a feticide. Like you said, when a woman is pregnant and a subsequent situation presents itself where the the mother does die and many people have faced consequences for that. What do you think ultimately might happen with this? And what is your opinion about this? Do you care if abortion happens or doesn't happen kind of curious what your thoughts are i i do care i don't think abortion is right uh but again i think if somebody's going to go to prison for an accident killing the uh young lady and her uh soon to be born baby uh if he has to go to prison for a very very long time and pay for it uh i think i feel the women that have abortions for no reason more than they don't want that baby should have to pay for it i just i'm just saying one law needs to be changed either the abortion law or the the law about uh feticide if, if somebody is in a, an accident the baby uh or the fetus is killed uh, they should be able to walk as free as the lady that decided to have an abortion. Well, you have continuing coverage at KPL965.com, the KPL app, and we've got a look at news with Ian Ozan on the way. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL news app, free in the App Store or Google Play. 
News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. We will not relent. We will not relent. We will Protesters outside the Supreme Court building in Washington reacting to a leaked draft of a decision that could overturn Roe versus Wade. 71 degrees outside right now at 8.33 in the morning. Daniel Phillips says 87 with heat and disease in the 90s today. 10% chance of rain, mostly sunny. A full look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. Politico released that draft Supreme Court opinion just as Samuel Alito wrote it. And if it turns out to be the majority opinion, it could set into effect laws in several states banning abortion. The court won't make a formal decision on the matter for at least another month. And as Fox News' Shannon Bream explains, the court could go another direction. If this ends up being the opinion in some form or fashion, if it uses this wording, it's essentially sending the idea of abortion back to the states and saying they will decide, let the people there decide. It upholds the Mississippi law and says Roe and Casey got it completely wrong until it comes out officially from the court. This means nothing. Votes could change. And even if this is a legitimate draft, votes could have changed and this could be flipped the other way. And we just don't know. That's Shannon Bream reporting. Assuming this is indeed the opinion of the court, this would have a drastic impact on Louisiana residents. Bernie, you wrote about this last night on KPL965.com and the KPL app. What changes would we see here in Louisiana? Well, for us, we as the state of Louisiana already have a trigger law in effect, meaning that abortion would basically be outlawed in the state of Louisiana. So uh, should this come to be the final determination by the U.S. Supreme Court, and that could be issued in another month or so, then it would basically close all three of the remaining abortion clinics in the state of Louisiana. I talked to Attorney General Jeff Landry last night about that situation. Now, obviously, as we have pointed out in our stories, Politico has done the same. All of those following this news story, you know, rarely do they change their thought and opinion. But that's why they have these draft briefs. These different briefs are passed among the members of the U.S. Supreme Court. And that way, each takes a look at some of the different points made to see whether or not they agree or disagree with it and whether or not they are going to side one way or another. However, the likelihood of change is very small. But come on, Ian, let's face it. It's America. We don't know what could happen. Right. And not just here, but down the road as well. The Supreme Court is a fickle being. And mm. I think we've learned that over the history of the United States. So mm -hmm. we shall see as this uh, political soap opera continues. Members of Congress are reacting to the news of the leaked Alito opinion. Fox News' David Langell has that story. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer in a joint statement with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calling the reported ruling on abortion an abomination and one of the most damaging decisions in modern history, adding, quote, Every Republican senator who supported Senator McConnell and voted for Trump justices, pretending that this day would never come, will now have to explain themselves to the American people. But Republicans like Utah Senator Mike Lee are calling for the opinion to be released as soon as possible, telling Fox News at night. If you allow this to sit out there, you're allowing uh, this kind of tactic to work. Typically, court opinions are released in late June. In Washington, Sean Lanchel, Fox News. And that's one of the topics that uh, I covered with the 
Attorney General Jeff Landry last night when he spoke to KPL about the situation. He, along with other uh, lawmakers across the country, are saying exactly that, that they want it to be released at this point. I doubt that that's really going to happen. Um, but they do make a, a great argument about, you know, what happens politically should not affect what the court decides. And then there is the mystery of who done it. I mean, this is unprecedented in the history of the Supreme Court. It's not necessarily unprecedented. I was actually reading on that a little while ago, and the Roe versus Wade opinion was tipped off back in 1973. The difference was the Time reporter who got it, because Time was a weekly, published it the same day that Roe versus Wade was dropped. So it wasn't much of a leak. But now in the in the era of immediacy, yeah, this is this is, so this really is unprecedented in the timing. Yeah, absolutely, and that, and I think that's you know the the major difference in it. Um, you know, I guess I will be interested to see what kind of investigation goes on, how they determine exactly who did leak it. Was it uh, some strange mistake, or was it done intentionally for political purposes? And of course, that has yet to be determined. But more than likely, it's going to be a thorough investigation because, as was pointed out several times earlier this morning by Joe Cunningham. You cannot get into a situation like a Richard Jewell situation with the uh, Atlanta Olympic Park bombing where this man was just, you know, raked over the coals for so long. Turned out it wasn't him. And the funny thing with this is if they find who did it, as Joe mentioned, that person's career is done. Oh, yeah. But was anything criminal done here? And I think that's the even One of the bigger, bigger question. Yes, absolutely. Because they go through the investigation. They find the person. He'll be convicted in the court of public opinion or she will be convicted in the court of public opinion. But is there anything legal that or anything illegal rather that this person did? And I think that's uh, the one question that nobody has answered or is bothered explaining just yet. So this will be fun to watch. And if nothing else, it for those of us who work in the news industry, it gives us an opportunity to sit back into uh, and gives us something more to work with during what normally is a dead summertime. The rest yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, pop some popcorn, pop open a cold one, and uh, and watch and enjoy. Yeah, that's definitely Members true. Of Congress. I, I just wanted. Yes, it is. Yeah, well, I just wanted to add uh, that you know Joe Joe Cunningham will go over this this afternoon three to four. It's like he said he doubts anything other uh, any other earth shattering news could could shake the headlines today. But you never know. But his show is on from three to four. If you want to get his uh, thoughts on it, and, you know Joe's a real fair minded guy. He looks at all the different angles. He certainly does. And I'm, I want to come back to that part about the different angles in just a second after we finish sure. uh, the congressional delegation thoughts. Um, L.A. 4 representative Mike Johnson said on Twitter that the leak is, quote, a shameless attempt to pressure justices into reversing their correct position that individual states can outlaw killing unborn babies, end quote. New Orleans Congressman Troy Carter also took to Twitter but had a difference of opinion. He said, quote, this is a dark day for individual rights in our nation, end quote. He continued, quote, the fight isn't over until reproductive rights are fully protected, end quote. Senator John Kennedy tweeted, quote, nobody in their right mind believes that in 1787, the drafters of the Constitution intended to include the right to an abortion, end quote. For what it's worth, abortion has been around in the U.S. since colonization. The first laws banning abortion, though, didn't appear until 1867, two years after the end of the Civil War. And going back to the fair-minded part mm-hmm. of this, uh, I was uh, someone tipped me off to something someone wrote in the comment section on our page yesterday about mm-hmm. how there are certain voices on the station they couldn't stand because they go after certain politicians or they raise questions or they feel like sometimes that we may be a little bit too liberal. 
But the fact of the matter is that you're too This liberal. is and I, <laughs> Okay, I'm, there I'm you teasing. go. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But no, 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 no. I really but Here's the thing with this. I understand. Yes, sir. But here's the thing with this Bernie. And I think the phone call you ran before the last break is a perfect example of this. We are, as Josh Guillory often says, we are an open forum, whether That's right. it's during Lafayette Live, whether it's during Winging It Wednesday or any other time. We frequently give the phone number, 337-232-1542. We tell you to app chat us. We tell you to call us through the app. We tell you to email us, news at kpl965.com. And a lot of you do. And we read your comments. And we want to hear that yep. diversity in opinion. Yep. If we disagree with you, we'll tell you. If we agree with you, we'll tell you. If or, we're indifferent, we'll tell you that too. Yeah, or but another caller will we'll chime in. <laughs> Right. And we want to hear your voices. We want to hear what you have to say. It's not about what Bernie thinks, what Ian thinks, what Joe or anything else. We are the messengers. We are the conduits. Do we have our opinions? Yes. But we want yours, too. If you disagree with this, tell us. We'll have a civil discussion about it. Sometimes we'll agree to disagree. But the fact of the matter is this is not a station in which it'll be everybody preaching to the choir. Sometimes you get that. Sometimes you don't. We want everybody's thoughts and opinions. And to those of you who chimed in this morning, thank you, because that is what KPEL is all about, that diversity in opinion. So thank you. Well done, sir. Well done. All right. Anything thank else news-wise we need to cover this morning? Uh, do uh, Let's do the uh, quick local headlines uh, quickly. For yes, those sir. of you who missed it, we now know the name of the suspected gunman in the Sunday morning shooting downtown. Carl DeMarc Thompson now facing 11 counts of attempted first-degree murder in that case. The three officers involved in that incident are put on... Uh, are now on paid administrative leave pending the outcome of the sheriff's office investigation. Sheriff's office, sheriff's office confirming that three officers fired shots to stop an active shooter. So that's where we are in terms of that investigation. A 14-year-old from Lafayette is fighting for his life after being shot on Gilman Street Monday morning. He's now in a New Orleans hospital where he remains in critical condition. St. Mary Parish Sheriff Blaze Smith hopes he can get back to work soon. He's out of the hospital and in rehab after being hospitalized with an undetermined illness in March. Doctors don't know what happened to him, but Smith says he thinks it may be COVID-related. And finally, Bernie. Mm, yes, sir. Let's go ahead, and we haven't done trivia today, so uh, time oh, for our trivia yes. from our friends over at Cartridge World. Today is May the 3rd, right? Mm, it sure is. May the 3rd. May the 3rd. Well, we know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is May the 4th. Be with you. Yes. One of my favorite days of all time. <laughs> but today's day is special because on the calendar, mm -hmm. it yeah. is the 123rd day. One, two, three. Ah. What Sesame it. Street character would appreciate one, two, three? Ah, ah, ah. The Count. There you go. The count <laughs> is the answer to today's cartridge world trivia because we, well, we had to find something, so we made it. Uh, we made it awfully easy. <laughs> I, I saw a meme the other day. It said, "Well, who's your favorite Muppet?" The person responded, "The vampire from Sesame Street. He doesn't count. I assure you, he does." <laughs> Great one. Ah, oh, dad jokes. <laughs> Bad jokes all day long and twice on Sunday. It's 8.44. Oh, yes, it is, Your sir. news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. 
Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana. It is starting to get a little bit on the hot side. Temperatures are going to be about 87 degrees this afternoon, and the heat index going to be pushing into the 90s. Winds for the south at about 8 to 12 miles an hour later this afternoon, and lows pretty consistently going to be down in the lower 70s, staying hot and humid through the rest of the week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Have you heard about QC Kinetics yet? You need to find out about it. All right, what is QC Kinetics? This is very different. For those people who suffer from arthritis, I know how exhausting it is. It is thoroughly exhausting. And QC Kinetics is a completely different approach. No steroids. No shots in the back, uh, no, uh, you know, oh, here's a prescription medicine. This is completely different. This is using natural biologics. So the growth factors that are already in your body can restore and repair the damaged tissue. It is that revolutionary. So you got all of these uh, major athletes who can do this stuff, and now it's available in our area. Let's say you've had chronic progressive issues with arthritis in your knee, in your hip, in your shoulders. QC Kinetics, you got to explore it. You have to ask questions. You got to get a free consultation. You need to find out about this. 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. Emmett Smith, he raves about QC Kinetics. Why? Because it's this is the regenerative medicine we've all been waiting for. QC Kinetics can help repair. It uses your own body's materials to help you regenerate. And so it's it's no drugs, it's no steroids, no surgery, nothing like that. This is that revolutionary. If you've been suffering and you just can't take it anymore, 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. We've got a report of a fender bender on Ambassador Caffrey. It's on Ambassador Caffrey between Settlers Trace and Cully Saloon. That's Ambassador between Settlers Trace and Cully Saloon. We've also got a little fender bender. This is on Surrey Street. It's on Surrey near Grissom Drive by the airport. That's Surrey by Grissom near the airport. So just make sure that you're buckling up. And that you're keeping it safe out there this morning. Use the app alert chat feature and let us know if you got enough. Oh. It is coming up now at 849 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Ian Oza here with you. And it has been a super busy day. If you missed any of the show, you'll be able to get it on the podcast later as Ian works on engineering that because you're amazing okay so um look there are a couple things that you mentioned that we have to talk about tomorrow for all star wars lovers and fans tomorrow is may the 4th be with you everybody get your memes together because we got to be able to put them together on our facebook page i want to see all the great may the 4th be with you memes for tomorrow all right i also want to end with some of the wackadoodle stories out there you ready let's do it okay now, we got a Florida story. We got a Georgia story. I don't know if they were on the Florida-Georgia line. I don't think so. And we got a Washington story. So, as always, sir, you get to pick first. So, you tell me, what, what's your cup of tea first? I hate Florida-Georgia line. Let's go with Washington. <laughs> okay. A 70-year-old man in Washington. 
He thought that he saw this guy stealing from a grocery store, but it's not it's not like he walked over to the manager or anything or customer service and said, hey, I think somebody's trying to do the like five finger discount. Nope. 70 year old guy in Washington confronted the man he thought was stealing from the grocery store and shot him. Oh, oh it turns out. Oh, turns out the guy was not stealing from the store. And thankfully, the victim is fine. But word to the wise, if you think somebody might be stealing from the store, go to the appropriate authorities. That's a weird one, isn't remember it? That, remember that old show, The People's Court? Well, it's not old. It's still on. Doug Llewellyn, back in the original yes. day, used to end every show with, don't take the law into your own hands. Yes. Take them to court. That's right. It was a TV, show, a TV show tagline, but it works in real life, too. Don't take the law into your own hands. <laughs> You take him to court. Amen. Amen. Speak it. Speak it. Speak the truthy. Um, okay. You mentioned before we get on to either Florida or Georgia for those next stories, Deborah chiming in. I love Deborah. She's always quick with stuff, too. You know, we talked about one, two, three day. You know, one, two, three is the product of two prime numbers three and four. Ah, okay, Deborah. Thank you. Yes, they are. All right, Georgia or Florida, Big Daddy? Let's go to Georgia. Before we do that, mm. let's go to West Baton Rouge Parish. I just got a text I... message from a deputy saying, why does Bernie keep calling you sir? Are you old now? He was able to pick us up on the on his radio <laughs> in Port Allen. Now he's listening on the app. All right, I'm going to explain it. I'm a, um, I love me some Ian, number one. Number two, uh, Ian and I can fight like cats and dogs, but we still respect each other. And three, you get old, Ian. You get old. You just had a birthday. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm bringing over you over to the dark side, aren't I? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, 34, and I feel not a day older than 45. Oh, hey, but you look so young. Hey, speaking of which, Ian, I just adore... The pictures of you as a child. I tell you. Big heart. Big heart. Okay, you ready? Let's go. I'm glad somebody does because I have to (laughs) dig a long way for those. (laughs) They're precious. You, your pictures are adorable. And Brandon, as a little boy, there's Brandon. I guess it's either kindergarten. I'm guessing it's kindergarten graduation. There was a picture once that he shared with us and I shared it on Facebook because I absolutely adored it. And Brandon is in a red gown and cap, and he's got these big glasses, and he's just (laughs) so adorable. 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 Okay, your choice, Florida or Georgia? Let's go to Georgia first. Okay. On Saturday. Boy, Saturday was a busy day for some of this stuff. A 37-year-old man in Georgia. He crashed into a cop car, and then he decided to speed off. So the policeman pulled him over. The 37-year-old was drunk. Uh, and how did he uh, How did he know that the guy was drunk? <laughs> Are we sure this didn't happen in he Louisiana? Well, kind of, he told him, in a way. Uh, apparently the guy that was suspected of drunk driving or the officer said straight up, uh, he was definitely drunk. Cause when I asked for his license and registration, the guy handed me his open beer instead. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a round of applause for that. 
And there's more. Oh, there's more. Love your round of applause. It turns out apparently this guy had no idea he'd been in a car crash. Oh, come on, bro. Woo, that's a bad one. That makes sense. Yeah, golly. Yeah. All right, finally. (laughs) All right, can Florida top that? Florida. Let's see. We'll try. Let's see what's happening in Florida. Okay, uh, in Florida. You know those calls that we all get about the extended car warranty? Well, Mm -hmm. there are some people in Florida who would love to have gotten one of those calls instead of the the random FaceTime calls where a person calls you and they come into view on the FaceTime call and they naked as the day they was born. What? That's what I'm saying. Apparently, this is happening in Florida that people like randomly people are, you know, being FaceTimed and sometimes they answer these calls. Now, you know, I don't answer any kind of call. Y'all, y'all better leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. The naked man doesn't say anything. He will just be there in all of his glory. Now, how did he end up being captured? Because someone was smart enough to do a screenshot. Hello. So, uh, yeah. So, Dirty Perv has been arrested. Ah, Lovely. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I always get dressed before making a phone call. (laughs) God willing, and if the checks don't bounce, we are back tomorrow for another edition of Winging It Wednesday and Acadiana's Morning News. Uh, Six to nine tomorrow. We'll be here. We trust you'll be here, too. And in the meantime, we are not perfect people, but can we try to love one another? (sighs) Amen. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. KPM. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Interest rates on Treasuries topped 3% this morning, rising ahead of the Fed's meeting today and tomorrow. The Fed is expected to raise interest rates by half a percentage point. Pfizer reported an upbeat quarter, though Wall Street was expecting more from its forecast for the business, and Pfizer's shares have been losing ground. Chemical giant DuPont says lockdowns in China will impact its DuPont shares lower. Shares of beauty giant Estee Lauder are also losing ground after it lowered its expectation for the year. But BP shares are higher. The oil producer took a hit of $25.5 because it ended its Russia business, though after taking out the loss, it still made an underlying profit of more than $6 billion in the recent quarter. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Run, walk, honor. The Tunnel to Towers 5K Run and Walk in York City retraces FDR fighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps on 9-11. That single event has inspired more than 70 runs, walks, and climbs in different cities across the nation each year. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau is proud to present Kite Fest April 30th and May 1st. This festival of the year is family-friendly and free with kites, inflatables, food booths, fireworks, and more. Learn more at westbatonrouge.net.
News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. is a Fox News alert. President Biden reacts to the Supreme Court leak. I'm Dave Anthony. He just wrote, we don't know if the leaked opinion is genuine, but added in a statement, if the justices indeed overturn the Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion, it falls on our nation's elected officials to protect a woman's right to choose. Those are pro-choice advocates outside the Supreme Court after Politico released a draft, not final opinion. Justice Samuel Alito wrote for a conservative majority on the court ready to rule in favor of states. He says in part, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak and the decision has had damaging consequences. We end this opinion where we began. Abortion presents a profound moral question. The Constitution does not prohibit citizens of each state from regulating or pro prohibiting abortion. Fox's David spun outside the court where inside the big issue is how it leaked out. They are in an elite group, nine Supreme Court justices, and there are questions about trust, about uh, which justice the leaker or leakers work for. People are voting in Indiana this morning on primary day and in Ohio, where there's a very close race for a Senate seat that's Republican now, but Democrats hope to turn blue. Ohio's Republican Senate primary will test the power of former President Trump's endorsement. He is backed author and venture capitalist J.D. Vance in a crowded Republican field. That's Fox's Jared Halpern. The winner's expected to face Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan. There's now an arrest warrant for an Alabama corrections officer still missing along with a murder suspect. Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton just told Fox. Everything just adds up that, that uh, she absolutely uh, participated mm. uh, in, this, in this escape. Vicki White and Casey White, no relation abandoned the car she drove purportedly to take him to a mental evaluation Friday that she said that he had. Turns out it was never actually scheduled. America's listening to Fox News. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898. Nova Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F.A., member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. You're making something new with your business. To support you, Novo built a new kind of business checking. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. Sign up for your free business checking account right now. Plus, our listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts at novo.co slash today. Novo.co slash today. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today. Temperatures are getting up to about 87 degrees, and I think that heat index is going to be sitting somewhere in the 90s. Winds are from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Those overnight lows are going to be dropping down into the 70s, and that's more or less what we're going to be looking at over the next several days. Should stay quiet through most of the work week, with your next chance for showers and a handful of thunderstorms arriving on Friday of this week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News. 96.5 KPL. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA.